Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, so is it just me or did E3 like kind of almost didn't feel like E3 felt like mm. something else bigger and pretty, better it was quick. That's for sure. It did. It felt like it was here and, and, and gone in, in a matter of a few days. It just I don't know. Like, I feel like there was so much to process, though, that the, the, the rippling effect of E3 is still kind of going on now. Like, you're right, George. It, it was bigger and better. It. it I, I feel like E3 was good. Yeah. <laughs> pe- 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 people weren't bitching. It, it's it's kind of unprecedented. Yeah, like, it's kind of like mean, when you get Okay, no, don't get me wrong. People were bitching. It was mostly about Nintendo. But as a whole, the entire E3 experience was not, you know, under constant fire. It was really just, you know, specific developers or specific people. But yeah. No, it, it's kind of like, yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like every year at Christmas, you get socks from this one relative. And like... It's like clockwork. You, I mean, you, you start to almost convince yourself that socks are still fun. You just but expect then, it. Yeah. Yeah. But then this year, she fucking gives you these sweet, like, self-tying fucking Nike Reebok shoes from Back to the Future, a hoverboard, and a brand new car. Like, it, it, <laughs> it fucking totally came from out of left field and just, I don't know, reinvigorate. It was to the point where, like, I think every outlet... Uh, video game or non-video game of the press and media variety even highlighted like the strange new synergy and energy just in general that like came out of it and, and it was weird because it was so it was so fun that it, it was it was just gone afterwards i'm like okay game's cool we played it neat fucking all right see you guys later uh-huh so yeah, it's always interesting when you have press conferences that are so big and so packed full of information that you have something like No Man's Sky gets roughly two and a half to three minutes to show their game. You know, probably one of the most anticipated games of E3, and it had very little time on the stage because they just have too many big things to announce. It's, I guess we're kind of spoiled in that way, that there there's an overabundance of things to find out about E3. Um at least Man. he was there in person to showcase and not like... And that guy's know. so cool. Like, I remember when we talked to him at PAX, like, for fucking, like, Joe Danger, you know, like, four or five years ago, like, our first couple of PAX. Uh, and just the thing that they went from Joe Danger, which is a good game in its own right, to something like that, it's it's insane. It, it couldn't happen to, a, you know, better group of people. And that dude in general, I think, Sean? Yeah. I think, yeah, like, awesome. And I love how, like, low-key is like, hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> like, hey, Here's my game. On? Yeah, pretty much. Lost our uh, shit to some flood, but you know, Sony. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love that, man. Yeah, but uh, without further ado, man, fucking Presspod Radio gifts gabs gihas over uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo 2015. All the fucking suspense, drama, mystery, mystique, and fucking just happy. All the happy that happened this year. Um. I think this might even be the first E3 that Sarah's kind of like, neat. Right? I don't know if Sarah would go that far. Sarah 
probably would have went. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy that appreciates the socks that he gets at Christmas because he knows his feet needs it. He he, he's just happy that there's something out there. He's just glad there's still a medium called video game. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Although you might be surprised with some of my takes on stuff. So you know, interesting. I guess we'll have to find out. Uh, I guess we gotta cue that theme music then. Yeah, neat. I love yeah. how your response to everything is, oh, neat. <laughs> neat. All right. Let's oh, man. Nifty. Video game. Cool. <laughs> nifty. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> nice trying to kind of do like a Duke Nukem thing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, it, it's just a scale neat. from cool. like anything goes from like swell to just like. So is it is it kind of like the Game Pro thing where it goes from like really pissed off to like head exploding kind of scale? Yeah, to like crossed arms of indifference. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. I like it. To like sourhead Indonesian candy. Can, can we can we just steal can we just steal Game Pro's rating system? They're not using it right now. Game Pro even a thing anymore? No, oh, they haven't I'm just saying. Can, in a while. can we steal their rating system? Is that is that legit? Uh, well, I think that's generally think that, frowned upon. Yeah, Who it, bought the rights? I want to buy those rights from them. I think the closest would be <laughs> fucking Dan Electro and Diamond Dave Rudden. They'd come after our motherfucking asses. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Dan Electro is still a thing. Okay, Let's keep okay. that in mind. Yeah, I just got. Yeah, but how that. hard, right? Like, well, how hard I don't. They come after us. Well, if we strategize. And we strategize, yeah. That's we strategize, and we come up with is that like strategy with exercise? <laughs> it's like it's like drawings, 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 drawings in strategy form. It's pretty intense if you really think about it. But you're just like just kind of flexing, doing doing some cardio on someone as you're planning out. Yeah, it would work. So yeah. I didn't. I don't think it's been a while since we caught up. But you guys, I, I, I okay. So I signed up for Fitbit. I'm doing Fitbit. Uh, I bought a Fitbit bracelet. I'm kind of now. I'm I'm kind of not feeling pescatarian anymore because I saw that you're not doing the Presbyterian diet anymore. So that's, that's, <laughs> Presbyterian. <laughs> ha, ha, have you have you have you denounced your your diet ways? Presbyterian. He he hates when I say that. I that's what it sounds like every time he says it. I hope I don't get any kind of religious kind of hate going. I apologize <laughs> if I offended anyone who's Presbyterian. <laughs> I. At this point, what is even Presbyterian? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's I, I think it's kind of a, like a kind of boring form of Christianity. I, I yeah. I'm I, I was Methodist. That's kind of the most boring Christianity you can go through. It's saying it's, it's a form of boring Christianity is like saying, oh, it's a car that goes fast. Like you're not you're not. Well, no, oh, that, that, that's also true. That's also fair. I'm just saying that, you know, if you're like Southern Baptist, at least they get up and, you know, do stuff. It's right. kind of exciting. Okay, man, so, we get um, so much religious hate, dude. I, ho- I hope. Uh, yeah, I know. Paleo is what West, I'm. West Westboro is coming after us, man. Gotta be careful. Jeez, so wait, I... hold on, hold on a second here. So you're considering a paleo diet? 
I'm potentially considering that. I just don't want to give up cheese. So, like, what? Do you eat like at a first caveman I, would eat? At first, I thought you said you're pretentiously considering it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I think that boat sailed <laughs> quite some time ago, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> sorry, man. No, but anyway, yeah. So, no, I didn't give it up. I just, for funsies, like, I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to cave in, eat meat. And, like, never, like... I think that night, if I could describe it in one sense, it felt like, well, this is what it's like to shit out your own lung. Because, like, I, it... Yeah. yeah. I can imagine going that long and then just uh, just becoming basically engorged by meat. That would, that would be... God, be dude. Awful. It yeah, was like... Nuts. like Okay, so what meat did you start with? That's the big question. Oh, dude, carne asada with chicken. Well, oh, it's got, like, is. some fucking roach coach burrito just to be brave and say, fuck it, goo dude, going all in. Either yeah, go, like, go for broke. Fuck if, you're, if, if you're going to destroy your stomach for the night, you might as well just do everything possible. Oh, go dude, it was like, And you know what's funny is like I've eaten from that truck before, but it was like fucking okay. biting into saucy tar. Like it was <laughs> it was mean dead that and mean rubbery. Like, like I, it's I need weird. that in my stomach right now. Well, no, because like and like I don't know if you've heard this before, but like anytime you go for a certain period without eating meat. And then you're like, fuck it, I, you know, I'll, I'll get near it. Everything just smells like extra super dead. And then like, oh, I wonder if it tastes super dead. Oh, dude, like, like that dead cat aroma that you like have when like you're out in the streets late at night. That's like, oh, like there's some cat that's super dead around here. That's like, you know, I'm not 100% your... sure I know what you're talking about. That sounds uh, kind of yeah. gross, but I don't know exactly how gross. Do you, I'd imagine you know what I'm talking about, Andrew. Like, I mean, not really. Most of the cats in Ohio... <laughs> They're not dead. They just kind of get picked up by other people. They're like, oh, here's a wandering cat. I guess I'm taking you home. Or eaten by other animals. Where do you live it? A... Fucking leave it to beaver? Like... I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, it's Ohio, I guess. It's Midwest U.S. stuff. It's, right? it, we're not in Cleveland, so it's not like the worst thing that could happen to anyone ever. <laughs> it, it, it's mostly just like, hey, there's a so cat. There's, I guess I'll there's varying degrees farm. of Ohio is what you're saying. Yeah, we're like the, hey, this cat sucks. Let's take it to a farm. And then you just kind of leave it there just to become a feral cat. <laughs> like, like you, you don't like you know take it out and like bury it or anything. You just take it out to a some farm somewhere and it just it lives its life as a wild cat. You know, survival of the fittest, that sort of thing. You sort of take it out of the urban environment it's already acclimated itself to, and then fucking mm-hmm. introduce it in an entirely new habitat in which it may or may not survive. And yeah, okay, cool. You do it for funsies, huh? <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying I don't do that. <laughs> I'm I'm the guy that sees that cat and then takes it to a humane, uh, you know, shelter or whatever it is. That sounds I'm, like an idea for a terrible reality TV series. You know what's funny too is like oh, I so like I it. Just recently watch that. Saw Ohio that. Cattle Royale. Well, no. Okay, that. so speaking of which, I I just recently watched Interstellar. Fell in love with it, but like the first like early half of it is just like it, it's like it's showing like this dystopian world and like how they have to live and go by. I'm like, this all just sounds like the way Andrew describes Ohio. Was like there cornfields? Yeah. No, that's yeah. like the primary crop. That's the only thing that like they that, can grow. They can't even grow okra. That sounds like, exactly right. It's corn and and And, and dirt and dust storms and like people choosing agriculture over fine culture and science. And like, no, we like you're a farm that's your life now. You just farm. So uh, so their agriculture was a husk of its former self? Jesus oh, Christ. Damn it. <laughs> did you did you write the back of the DVD? 
<laughs> no, no, I, I figured I was going to throw Dude, a corny joke in there somewhere. But slipped a five in his pocket and just like that's for here, here you go. Time is right. Here you go. Here's the tagline. Uh, I'd watch that movie. If that was the tagline. <laughs> Speaking of dystopian uh, societies, though, and horseshit, Los uh, Angeles. <laughs> yeah, Los. An- well, I was going to go uh, even deeper and uh, oh, kind of okay. touch on Bethesda and kind of like. Pull the rundown. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, okay, so... I guess after the fact, after they had pres- you know presented that Sunday night and said, "Well, we're probably not going to do that again." Good, good thing, bad thing. What do you think? I okay. See, I think they had a leg up on the fact that they set the tone. If anything, for the event, and honestly, I, I say it's a super good thing because we were just talking about it earlier. E3 mm. is becoming so goddamn bloated to the point where, like, I don't feel like anything is getting enough screen time. And just using the notoriety of the event and the the eyes, ears, and senses that it it percolates, I I think that essentially orchestrating your own sort. Of, I mean, that's what Nintendo is doing. Nintendo isn't even really at the event. Just doing directs now, yeah. Doing directs, and then what they'll do is they'll they'll have a presence on the floor space, and that's pretty much it. And for the most part, aside from this year, which we'll touch on later, it's worked out for them. So if like, I mean, E3 and Ubisoft is already doing that. And at this point, the week's already so fucking full. I mean, uh, I I think if anything, it could be more spread out because they try to cram so much in the first two days and then leave the last three for like show floor stuff. Uh And I don't I you know, I don't see any harm in adding in a Sunday. It's just it's so I mean, it's the same thing with like most other events, like essentially in order to fit more capacity and, and be able to accommodate all the new like bodies. And, and in this case, new pairs of eyes and ears, they're going to have to extend it in some way or kind of work outside of the fucking system. So I yep. applaud Bethesda. I don't I think mean, it really I, caused I, any harm. Well, no, I don't think there's any harm caused. And actually, I think they had a pretty stellar lineup. I just feel like if they do another one, they need to replace the guy that kind of led the show because he seems so awkward. Like you need to bring in someone that's actually done that before. Bring in Keely or or someone to do it because that guy was just like the most unnatural thing in the world was like kind of watching him. Like, hey, I like playing mobile games. Do do you guys like playing mobile games? Elder Scrolls, Hearthstone. Here you I go. think that guy just totally like no joke, just fucking jazzercised like every Dimitri Martin routine that he could, and then it just fucking it just fell mm-hmm. apart. It, yeah, it, I, I just I didn't like the guy nor like really presenting, but um, the lineup was good. I mean, I I freaking am pumped about Doom. It looked so fucking good. I think that's honestly like, OK, so that's my that's the one that honestly caught my eye more than most, because let's let's talk about like Bethesda for a second and what they've brought to the table uh, at sure. this juncture. I mean, Fallout. Four is, of course, like the one that everybody absolutely, absolutely, like 
got every every sense of whatever genitalia would pump the fucking enthusiasm and thrust of their happiness. Like it, that that is the game. However, all modern fucking fallouts and really to some extent the way they're essentially trying to implement a lot of the scale and overall like grandiose fucking proportions of the Elder Scrolls games as of late into Fallout making it even more epic and and yet try to give it more focus. I feel like it it's definitely a realm that Bethesda is going to bite more than they can really chew because like nothing at this point that they've done has like I don't know, it hasn't worked out successfully. And then they did mention that there's going to be like a season pass system with a new Fallout. Am I am I correct in that? I I, I tried to follow along as much as I could. I haven't Fallout's seen anything. I, yeah, I haven't seen anything really becoming announced about that. Um it would make sense. Uh, although Bethesda hasn't really adopted the season pass until I guess this would be the first time they do it. But what better game to start with than Fallout 4? It's just like when they've been trying to do the Steam uh, paid mods. Like, definitely didn't work with Skyrim because Skyrim's already an established title. It's been out for a while. So if they try to do that with Fallout 4, I think you're going to see them starting some new business models they haven't really done before, which will probably be season pass um, and, and probably paid mods on Steam. Because now we heard uh, later on in the conference, I'm, I'm kind of foreshadowing this, I guess, or talking about a little ahead of time. But um, the the mods that you'll be able to use with Fallout 4 on Steam and, and Windows 10 will be usable in the Xbox One version. And I feel like Microsoft would definitely want that to see, you know, somehow being capitalized or, or monetized in a way. So I, I think that's what you're going to see. I think Bethesda is trying to step out as like a next like big publisher. You know, they've got a lot of titles under their, you know, umbrella now. They got a lot of developers. So they could easily try to work their way into becoming like the next Ubisoft or EA. Um, I just hope that doesn't destroy what good business and what good faith that company has right now. Because I could see Elder them. Elder Scrolls getting, Online is already kind of doing that. You, you know, I mean, you're right. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like they're kind of going against what they've normally been known to do. And I just hope that doesn't really jeopardize them in the, you know, in, in the respect of the fans. Because they can get bigger and they can have their own show and they can have all the stuff, but you know they have a pretty loyal following. If they lose that, I don't think it's going to be really worthwhile for for that company. Even if they can make games like Fallout, um, I just, I just hope they're I hope they're you know smart. I think they're kind of you know <laughs> well, <laughs> just like that's a, that's a, a a bit uh lofty of an expectation, right? I, I just hope they're you know smart. I, 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 I just see it going a pretty bad way. Maybe I'm being, you know, uh, a more jaded. of a maybe pessimistic, but I, I, I just don't want to see it happen to a to a publisher no, that has a pretty good track. I'm sorry. That's yes. What you're being. <laughs> <I'm> being <laughs> God, man, I hope that church doesn't come after us. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hey, what, what, what else is on Bethesda? Anything else other than Fallout? I mean, I was excited about Doom. I was excited about Dishonored. Yeah, really so Dishonored by. was like the one. I feel like that was the dark horse, so to speak. Of but like, then, what did they do after they announced? Oh, cool, Dishonored Two's coming out. But what they do after that? I, you know, I, I feel like it, and didn't Dishonored have a season pass? Uh, now that I'm remembering correctly, uh, no, no, you could buy the add-on separately. They never, they they, they came out the. Uh, the complete edition, I think it was called, or no, game of the year. They did a game of the year edition that had the game and the DLC. But now we get the the 
all too familiar now re-release on the new gen systems. Oh god damn it, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I love that game, but I'm just like, fuck, dude. I bought this game already like twice over now. Like, you want me to do it a third time? <sighs> you know, it's like, fuck. Well, there's and you know what's funny is like Sony's now pumping out uh, God of War 3 remastered. And I just yeah, don't... It, 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 too many re Capcom, that's all they're doing is re-releases. All they can afford to do is re-releases. But, well, no, they've got that sweet Street Fighter Five, which... Uh, do not know. chuckle. Do not chuckle at that, sir. Street Fighter Five, one of the most highly anticipated titles. Absolutely. I am super pumped about Five. But I, I am, too. It's really only, well, it's only because Sony is probably bankrolling some of that, I'm sure. That's why it's a Sony exclusive. I, I, think, that, I think at this point, they'll have to. Yeah. With, like, the state of affairs Capcom's in. I mean, yeah, no at kidding. this point, like, Konami's thinking about pulling out of video games after Metal Gear. Yeah, because it's it's weird that like Metal Gear, aside from that, has been like the biggest time sink and money sink. And yet far from like the biggest bankroll that's like currently keeping the fucking company afloat. You want to know what's keeping Konami afloat right now, guys? Fucking casino game. Pachinko. Goddamn pachinko. Um, So don't don't they own like a big, huge amount of like fitness centers in Japan, too? I, I can only imagine. I, it's yeah. like I wouldn't be interested in it unless like they just had David Hayter like voice a lot of the aerobic aerobics uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Like that'd be amazing. Now uh, squat, uh, squat now. It's squat nothing but an entire complex of DDR machines. Yeah, they that, should right there. That's what it should be, dude. I, I'd work ones. out if that were the case. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> so another thing that they also kind of snuck in there was Battlecry. Uh, Battlecry. Ugh. Yeah, looks so, looks so broke. Yeah, and I'm just like, global beta. I'm like, don't you mean alpha? That's a fucking alpha, dude. Like, you ain't... Fu- I, th- I think this is definitely going to be the generation where, like, mm-hmm. someone's just going to call it. I'm like, I don't even think... Do you guys know what that word means? You keep saying it, and I don't think you know what it means. I think as long as they <laughs> just put together a bunch of words that they think that they can release the game, they're like, you know, MOBA, tower defense, strategy, action, <laughs> multiplayer, co-op. Experience. Did you say passion? <laughs> I don't know. That could be one of those one of those like uh, uh, buzzwords. Immersive. Uh, so genre defining. Genre defining. That's a new one, actually. That mm-hmm. one definitely got thrown around a lot. So yeah, but Dishonor Two definitely the dark horse of it. Uh, they they pulled around back to Fallout Four and actually showed some footage, and then. I think the big thing was also the real Pip Boy that's uh, yeah. coming out, and the thing that fucking broke Amazon. Uh, how do you guys it feel bro- about that? It broke everything. I I'm glad they're I, finally doing that because I think they honestly should have done that even with Fallout Three. Like that's what everyone has always wanted. But now, and I know Sarah's going to probably speak to this as well. But now, with the way fucking collecting is and the way it is with reselling. It's just like if this would have came out when Fallout 3 first came out, it would have been no problem. But now, if you really want it, you're going to have to fight for it. Like it's fucking try and buy tickets at BlizzCon, you know, because people are going to buy it up like crazy just to resell it for double, triple the amount come the time it releases around holiday. I it's personally just, it's think depressing. That the, I think it's a, it's a stupid device, really, because when you think of it, it's only it's only <laughs> compatible with very very specific devices, right? It's true. Yeah, like that are only going to be able to be now. like you're you're gonna it. have you're you're gonna have what it, it works with what iPhone six? 
it does yeah. not work with iPhone six. It works with normal sized phones like the iPhone five or the iPhone Samsung 5. Galaxy. Okay. So basically, phones that people don't use anymore is (laughs) is what you're saying. I'm sure it'll get patched, though. I could have sworn it was going to work with the six. No, no, because they said it won't work with bigger screens. Yeah, it also physically won't fit. Yeah. Oh, geez. Exactly. So it's it's so dumb. People are going to be fighting hand over fist for something they cannot use. And honestly, I'm just going to download the app and just use it on my phone anyways. And I'm not going to look like a huge virgin. There you go. Like I already Dude, did. If Bullsrog was just here right now, he'd be screaming. The only person <laughs> that should be able, <laughs> the only person that should be able to get away with it is him. Bullsrog should be the only one wearing this. They should make one just for him, and everything else is fine. He's the only one that I know that actually physically has a Pip Boy shirt, which I didn't even know was a thing. Didn't even know there was a goddamn thing. Yeah, he's got the Vault One Hundred One stuff. I know he's he had that like the first packs we went to, I think. Oh. Or at least he bought it. I don't know. The Vault Boy shirt. Yeah, he's got... I don't know, man. My experience with Fallout has always been really negative. There's actually going to be a late-to-the-party feature that I'll be uh, spearheading specifically for Fallout to kind of capitalize on, like, why everybody's always trying to convince me that I should care about this game. Mm -hmm. You know, even even fucking Mr. Jaded himself, fucking Arthur Geese. Like that is that is the one game that actually reminds him that he likes video games. Mm. So, you know, if that if that doesn't say much, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I so far as far as the lineup, very sparse. Uh, I kind of think that a lot of it, like they could have honestly just went there and just showed off Fallout Four and then be and, done, yeah, and be done. But like, but this has got their fingers in a lot of pots it's very strange that they didn't really announce like any more information or uh any news about elder scrolls online uh it kind of like it's weird that it just released out of nowhere and then as far as the content and the maintenance of it like there there hasn't been a whole lot of i would say uh social management of it of any kind they they did kind of hint at uh maybe possibly like a dark brotherhood expansion or something extra you know involving that 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 part of the story so i mean that's probably something exciting i know like a lot of the dark brotherhood quests in i want to say oblivion um was a pretty big deal for a lot of fans so i think if they bring that into eso that'll be pretty cool but i i guess that i'm i played it in, in beta on pc and wasn't really convinced to you know really consider going further with it so it's nope. Is Elder Scrolls with uh, uh i'm sorry it's everquest with an elder mm-hmm. scroll skin yeah, the that's, only that's thing that I came off. out of the only thing I came out of Bethesda with was get, uh, excitement about Dishonored two. Yeah, yeah, but Dishonored two is the only one out of that, and maybe Doom. I think that I'm actually interested in, in checking out. Dishonored is always like I don't know. I, I want to go back and really finish that game, but at some point, it just the allure of the game challenging me to go against the grain and do things non lethally kind of like fucked it up for me more than like like I'm I'm still so ingrained within the very like beginning of that title that like I, I haven't even been able to like I don't know adequately get to a point to where the game really starts picking up because I'm so focused on like trying to already do like a lot of the bullshit shit that I need to do to like not end someone's life and everybody's like made a fucking Kleenex in that game so you gotta like you gotta just sleep or dart them or something but anyway that that's another time Let's move on to the next uh, press conference.
the I, 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 it's my personal meh uh, conference of the show. Personally, I don't know. Like Nintendo is, I, I would say, right along the same line of it. It's weird, but um, let's talk about Microsoft a little bit because there, there are the few gems here and there, and then it, it sort of just like tapered off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess with Microsoft, it thankfully. I think both companies have found out that talking about entertainment features and entertainment aspects of their system isn't the best way to go at E3. So I think we talk about that for a second. You guys notice? Yeah. Games. There's games all around. People are starting. They're they're finally starting to listen. Like, you know, Andrew House, I think, is the guy that is Sony's like head guy or whatever. And just last year's stuff with like the Powers TV show and. And they did mention PlayStation View for a brief moment, but other than that, it was mostly about games. So thank God for that. Um, I feel like Microsoft didn't have any big like holy shit announcements. Like that's kind of the cool thing about E3 this year was there's a lot of like holy shit they're announcing this or this is happening kind of announcements. And I guess they didn't really do that in terms of the games. Like the games are kind of new. Like Halo Five, we we knew about Gears. Um, Forza, I mean, what was like the one big well, one like, holy surprise? shit thing was funny. They didn't even close out with it. They like, yeah, they just yeah. kind of like nonchalantly said, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the <laughs> backwards thing that compatibility. We, we, magic. Here's magic. We're going to show you the fucking future. Uh, and then here's Gears of War 4. Uh, thank you. Thank you for watching. I'm now, like, are, you saying, what? Are, are, are you saying magic about the backwards compatibility? Or are you talking about the HoloLens stuff? I'm talking about HoloLens. Backwards compatibility. I don't know how to I have the most mixed feelings towards it because it it to be excited for it almost reinforces like the sort of mentality that I do not want to encourage this sort of fucking bullshit in the industry. Like no, it might not be as bad as you think though, because like we we talk about how many remasters we're seeing this generation on, on all platforms really. And it's kind of a piss off, right? With backward compatibility, you sort of uh lose the ability to really sustain yourself on remasters, which is a good thing. It forces people to innovate because why would someone want to buy a game they've already got again when they can play it on the new system? It's what people have wanted from the very beginning. Yeah, well, right. And it, it, it's just I don't I don't feel like I should, if anything, encourage or otherwise like endorse like excitement, even though it's something I wanted. I don't want to give them this idea like, yeah, fuck yeah, like I'm excited about it. like it's a new feature when it should have been something that should have been stock from the very beginning. Mm. It, it's true, but I guess like for me as just overall, like I'm not really, I don't really need backwards compatibility. Like I, I have both systems, so I don't necessarily need it, but as a fan of, of the, I guess, industry and, and just like, maybe I can sympathize with people. I don't necessarily want to upgrade quite yet. I just like that. It, it's something that like I was talking to you about George before we started recording. It's, it's Microsoft being very transparent about what they're doing on the business end of things. Like it's, it, it's Phil Spencer and a lot of these other guys saying mm-hmm. it's something you guys want. You know, we've listened, you guys want backwards compatibility. It's kind of hard for us to do, and it's probably gonna cost us a lot of money to do it, but fuck it. It's the right thing to do. And that's what they said. in a lot of their interviews after the fact, they said, it's the right thing to do. And sure enough, Sony even still has not said they're going to do it, even though 
Sony no, has. They said the, they've stuck to their guns. Like we're going to recharge you for old games if you're going to play it on our. Well, new that's the thing, hardware. and they, and they I mean, even have. Shuhei Yoshida went on record to say that backward compatibility is too much work. Yeah, but see, Microsoft's doing it, and it's kind of interesting how they're doing it. They're basically making, you know, you guys probably heard of this, but like they're emulating the entire 360 dashboard, so that your Xbox One thinks it's playing a game. But what it's actually doing is playing the entire 360 emulation. So when you start that up, the Xbox One will think, oh, you're playing a game. So you're able to share. You're able to, you know, do all the stuff you can normally do on the Xbox One. But when you pop the disc in and it downloads the game through the dashboard, you know, that emulation thinks you're playing a 360 game. Like it's kind of crazy that it's going to work with no hardware adjustment whatsoever. It's all just software based. It's all just. Well, that's the way the that's exactly what the Wii U does with the Wii. Like that's exactly yeah, yeah exactly and, and it's and, still and, really and, tricky to do though like it is tr- and, traditional and I mean traditional emulation requires so much more hardware than the original hardware that it ran on just to go mm-hmm. uh, you know to have it run at the proper frame rates and uh, and you know without any hiccups is it's and, challenging and, and, it really and is some, and to somehow free up resources on the system that you're using now yeah. to utilize stuff on the previous stuff. It, it, and that's why the PS3, when it first came out, had PS2 like hardware built in with PS3 architecture. Like that's why it was so fucking huge. Was that it had a basically a PS2 built inside of it, and and, and that is, that and by taking it out is what lowered its costs when it and, added and it. yeah exactly by but, eighteen dollars. But I really think that the PS4 has the ability because I remember the first year of its release, they had the thing where you bought the PS3 copy of the game. You would insert that disc into the PS4. The PS4 would recognize that you own the game, but on the previous gen system, and then let you download the PS4 version for free. And you still had to use that disc to play that game. Like you would not be allowed to play the digital version of the PS4 game you download unless you had put in the PS3 disc and kept it in the disc tray or the disc drive. So who's to say they couldn't do that now? Take a PS3 title, insert it, say, "Oh, you own this game. Cool. Download this game through the PlayStation Now." But service. it wouldn't. But it wouldn't. See, that's the thing, though. It's it's a catalyst for the current gen stuff. They basically that that's something that's already that architecture is already something that's set in place for them because there is a pre gen version and then a current gen version, and that's all. All it's doing is really linking an already existing bridge. It it's not something that they have to completely reset a foundation for like they're you know like god hand for example on ps2 that's something that's fucking completely new territory for like any of the newer systems or ps3 like i don't know let's just say one of the goddamn neptunia games because there's 800 of them on playstation 3 um there's yeah dude there's so many uh like one there there's no ps4 equivalent that it could just simply link a bridge to it's something that it completely has to reestablish a whole new foundation for and as you had mentioned emulate it it sound again the process is is insane it's tech magic it's sci-fi uh but it is something that i can understand it justifiably involves like a lot more work and why it, which is why it's something that was no longer like it was something we were spoiled with like back in the days of like the PlayStation Two, like it, I, that was a huge selling point of the PlayStation Two, um, and and even then, like when the 360 came out with limited backwards compatibility, everybody was just like, "Oh, horseshit!" And the same thing with the PlayStation Three, everybody like you know, 
loved it slash hated when they removed it in a sense. But like, you know, you can't they're they're just it's all consumer priority, like which consumer, which wants which or what. And then, like, I can understand their business model behind it. If you want it, then you'll pay for it. And what we think would be a reasonable service. So it's a big deal. Yes. But again, like, mm-hmm. I feel like because we've already kind of grown, I, I don't know, I would I would say uh, a bit not not necessarily thick, but just like apathetic towards backwards compatibility because of the lack of its uh, utility within the last two generations. We just realize that, hey, if we want to still play our old games, have the old systems hooked up. I mean, well, the thing of it is, though, play PS one games on the PS three. I feel like us being, you know, in the industry and being interested in it and being early adopters, especially like I bought PS4 and Xbox One day one. But I'm kind of thinking more of the general audience, like the the casual consumer, the casual gamer. That's that's kind of how I look at it, that it's not benefiting the consumer. It's not consumer friendly. And even as someone that doesn't really care for the backwards compatibility, like I really don't need it. I can tell you this up front. I think PlayStation Now is garbage. It's a stupid service. It's way overpriced, and it's just it's ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Some of the rental prices are actually oh, yeah, more than the overall value of the game. It's it, it is beyond <laughs> is beyond belief that that's being offered, and they have a straight face doing it. I just can't understand it at all. But you know, and I agree with you to an extent, George. I feel like you know us being you know fans. Like I have the systems. I can just you know, play the game well, on that system if I want to, but for the casual consumer or the person that hasn't upgraded yet, you know, why would you not side with Xbox at this point? I think it's a huge win for them, even well, but in the, here's in the a, eyes here's a of huge the consumer. Loss, though. Like, they still haven't found a way to emulate, from what I understand, unless they've updated it with additional information, uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Like, that's the big reason why anybody, like, can you re-download um, everything? They, not everything, but that is going to be available. It's not going to be just disc-based first-party stuff for the hundred or so games they said it will be available at you know the fall when it comes out to everyone. A lot of that's going to be disc-based games, but also downloadable games. And it seems like they're going to update it, you know, with popularity and, 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 you know, things like that, like what people want it to be updated with. So I, I assume there will be a time where all those Xbox Live Arcade games will be playable through it, just a matter of time before it rolls out. Yeah. You know, but all right. So here's my apprehension about it. Remember Game Room? You know, like. But I, I, I <laughs> yeah. do. I, I loved Game Room, and I wish it would have stuck around because I remember they were going to do like Sunset Riders, and they were going to do what all these really cool games. Back. Hey, remember? And that's their tagline. Remember Game Room? We um, you know, I I'm a sucker for those games. I I bought into Game Room pretty hardcore. I bought into the Capcom arcade cabinet pretty hardcore. Like I I'll definitely pony up for those kind of things if it, if it's done it doesn't have to be done right it just has to be offered and i'll, I'll, I'll pay i'll pay into it like neo, neo <laughs> geo has something far high dude uh, like, like neo, neo, right. neo geo has something kind of similar to that on sony like with their like yeah, downloadable games uh, didn't they have something like that they have but, neo but, geo station but yeah if they would have had like yeah and you just download a bunch of games to that service and like tracking it oh yeah i would have been all over that shit Absolutely. <laughs> I kind of wish they didn't have the big fallout that they did with Tomy straight after the Neo Geo X. Because, like, I was telling Sarah, man, I fucking love my Neo the gold. Geo X. Yeah, the gold, the gold is pretty decent. Um, but you can still get them for a decent price nowadays, too. And it's still up there. I, I was kind of hoping they drop like kind of how 
I don't want to say it. Yeah, 150 George. bucks, you know. I know. I was going to say something about Ouya, but I don't want to hurt George's feelings too much. <laughs> I, 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 it's I, still I, a thing, goddammit. I've already been pretty tough on him today, so I don't want to do any yeah. much worse. Uh, the Ouya uh, has lost a lot of favor with many people now that stuff like the NVIDIA Shield console exists. Well, and the Steam Machine. I mean, Steam Machine's going to kind of yeah. knock that completely out of contention. Once well, I, well, there's something I want to bring up definitely with that. But like another, I think this was probably, to me, it was kind of a dud. I don't I don't understand like what Microsoft was expecting out of it. But you guys want to, you guys kind of want to expound upon the uh, $150 controller that they revealed oh, at E3? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny, um, too, because I feel like they're trying to like, kind of like barge into a market that they have really no reason to be involved with like like getting out of like like what what are the customizable controllers that people use for like cod like scud scud or something uh, like that or what's the, scum called, uh... i don't know what they're called they're some stupid <laughs> name i don't know what they're called but uh scuff scuff scuff, scuff. scuff. That's yeah, right. it's got Scuff. controllers. Like it's kind of jumping into that territory a little yeah. bit because of the customization, but it's not even really Which, customizable. And the fact that you when, can like change color schemes or anything, it's just like here, put a button on it. The thing is, it's like with Scuff <laughs> though. <laughs> with Scuff controllers, you actually have to send out your controller to be modified, and that yeah. modification you have to select what it is, and that's what it's locked into. Like I've got the Razer Sabertooth controller, and it does same. exactly the same thing as a Scuff, but you can program it on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that controller is pretty nice. I would say so. Yeah, nice. that's a, that, that, that is my PC, PC controller choice. Mm-hmm. 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 But the thing I was thinking about is if you did pick up an Elite controller, I guess in a sense it wouldn't be a bad investment, but you'd have to be in the only one scenario that you need another Xbox One controller, but you also wanted to get a controller for your PC and you already didn't have one. I guess right. in a way the hundred and fifty dollar price point's not terrible at that juncture. That's a hundred dollars because... more than a standard controller purchase. Well, don't get me wrong, but I mean, yeah, yeah, because I guess you're right because you can even use a one controller on a PC now. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like I was about to say, that's how we primarily rock our fucking nuclear throne game. If it somehow felt like way better, I mean, I guess I wouldn't know until I got hands on with it. But if it did feel and perform much better, I guess I could see it being... It's an investment. It's, I mean, I can't fucking talk, dude. I've bought so many goddamn fight sticks <laughs> that I can't really talk at all. Like, So I should not be in this conversation because so, I bought too many of those fucking things and they cost the same. I, I you know, I wish the best of luck, but I, I can't... I don't know. I can't really imagine it going any further. So I here's my... like I have two picks that I kind of want to throw out there. I feel like the one of them was like this, again, that elicited that stock reaction, like, neat. And then, like, nobody <laughs> talked about wow. it. And, like, it makes me really sad because I was genuinely impressed about it. But how do you guys feel about ReCore, which was the uh, game that Keiji Inafune... Inafune, yeah. I mean, did they really show fucking, it, though? Yeah, they showed, like, a teaser for it. And, like, a lot... Of, it's not even Keiji... Not just Keiji Inafune. It's also Retro Studios, which... You know, really right. threw me off guard because, like, they've been like a straight Nintendo house up until that point, and you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely excited about like because of it, especially like from its look and the fact that it had like this weird, like I don't know. To me, it kind of had like this weird like sandpunk. Uh, influence like as far as like the aesthetic and then even then like whether it's going to be open world or anything remotely close to Metro Prime uh, 
I've also weirded out by like what Inafune's involvement in is because like as far as my understanding, like the only 3D game that Inafune has really ever been involved with is Onimusha, and like Onimusha is great, but you know. I wouldn't necessarily call it the best three-dimensional game in terms of, like... Hold on a second. He's done more than that. He Whatever. did the original Dead Rising. Oh, you're right. And he's right. Also, yeah. he also did the first Lost Planet. Did he really? I didn't know he did uh, Lost Planet. Yeah. All right, I take it back. There might be some hope. But, like... <laughs> I, I didn't know... I, rem- I Okay, I know for a fact Dead Rising. Definitely yeah. in Afune. Um, how, you know, he's been so far removed from the series at this point and all the shit that I've done. And I was like, don't blame me for forgetting. It was easy to forget. No, no, it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I completely forgot about Lost Planet. Jesus, that fuck. And now it's like, goddamn, now it's Capcom's ripoff of Avatar. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of is. It's so weird. The weird journey that that fucking series went through. Um, Jesus. You know what's funny too is like the one like Capcom experiment that brought back that I personally love. I don't remember if Andrew either hated it or well I know that he hated like fucking uh Dark Void, which I love. Uh but I don't say I hated it. Nah, you weren't a fan. I was um, not a fan, no. Yeah, you were you were like you gave it Ouya hate that much. No okay. no no one north couldn't save that game. Lost Jesus. Planet confirmed creator is KG Infinite. Damn. Yeah, wow, I did not... He fucking, he fucking did everything at Capcom, holy shit. Yeah, I was gonna say, though, um... Son of a bitch, was, oh, Bionic Commando, like, the 3D one, I really liked it. I don't remember uh, who liked it. Yeah, see, I knew it. Well, yeah, it, 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 <laughs> same thing, like, Nolan North couldn't save Dark Void, because it's the only good thing about that game. Same with that, like, Mike Patton couldn't save Bionic Commando, that was the only yeah, good thing about I that like, game. I like both of those games, what now? I, I like both the voice actors, that's about <laughs> it. There we go. They, they just team up and do a game. So, high five. We'll hug it out. Done. Anyway, yeah, sure. Um, don't start with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. But see, now that I have, I, they they didn't really. It, it, they I, I think they just kind of threw in like like the names like they were uh, like credited on the marquee of like the the tagline of like what what's to be expected on the production and uh, I would say direction of the game, but it's weird how ambiguous they were about like who's doing what, like mm-hmm. I can only imagine like sensibly, but then again, like that would argue that we live in a uh, industry of logic, which no, no, we don't, no, we don't. Um, that Kate, uh, like Inafune would be responsible mostly with, I would say just like the character design and world design of it. While I, I, I just don't want him to be involved with the game. Like game design. Kojima. Like, well, well, like I don't want him to be involved. Like Kojima's involved in the Castlevania games. Like, just throw his name on there. Like, I don't know what the fuck he did, but he was involved with it apparently. Yeah, like, that's that's all it seems like. Yeah, I. But you know what? I feel like I don't know when it comes to like 3D. That's like Inafune's like. Achilles heel at some points it's it's like the man is a 2d dude and like yeah. also kind of strange like how he's going to divide his attention between that and like mighty number no. nine which is like you know well Mighty number no. nine is coming out that's like releasing in september yeah i'm sure I, i'm sure recourse probably not gonna be out for quite some time and he's also doing that uh that like red, red kickstarter ash. yeah that spiritual successor to legends i guess a lot of people are saying which uh i guess red ash kind of uh i don't know if this is like you know red dash <laughs> 
Well, redash, yeah. Radish. Kind of yeah. That's anagrammed. Yeah. yeah. Radish. Redash. No, no, but you know how Rockman Dash is Mega Man Legends in Japan, right? Mm. So redash, yeah. The, that that would make sense. Um, it does, yeah. But no, but he also promised like a lot of online features with like a lot of the stretch goals of Mighty Number no. Nine. If I'm not cor- if I'm not mistaken, like. I could swear that like mighty uh, unless mighty number no. nine is going to have all of it from the from the start. I don't know. Well, how, what do you mean by online? Like a co-op or? Yeah, he's like he work. promised a bunch of shit with like if they met their stretch. I have to go back and check their stretch goals, but like it, it accomplished quite a bit, and like it also promised like a lot of online features and and maintenance. Like, and I don't I'm know. just happy we're seeing physical releases. I think that's pretty dope. That's pretty. You know what? Uh, I'm pretty sure the embargo's lifted on it now, but Shovel Knight's coming out with physical releases. Yeah, so, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. Um, but anyway, moving on with uh, the which okay. Before we go on though, did anybody hear anything about uh, some kind of controversy with uh, Mighty Number no. Nine? Like, uh, wasn't was it there like something that came the... up? Some sort of cultural thing? I, it was I, something that had to do with, I believe, like one of the their, social network, yeah, or like social their managers, community manager, like their PR or something. Yeah, I remember hearing about that too. Who cares? It, it, it was just it was just the internet attacking someone again. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, no, nothing really like a whole lot. Um, I believe so. Dark Souls Three was what dropped on uh, the Microsoft press conference. So, oh right, that was a thing. Wasn't yeah, it? which is you know it's it's just so weird. Like I don't I don't really know how from software is exactly juggling because like they're still doing stuff for Bloodborne. Like Bloodborne's still like very very much relevant. So like it's just it's really weird that like like a third party can have like an exclusive thing like we and we've talked about this as far as like the world of third party exclusives like kind of coming to a halt at this point and like now everything's more or less like a timed exclusive yeah. like but like they've they've gone on record several times be like dude no like Bloodborne is a Sony like venture mm-hmm. only like sony even helped develop it alongside from software so it was like J- 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 japan studio i think helped with a lot of it too yeah so mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm really interested to see how those two like will coexist i mean because like fucking the dark souls 2 remaster doesn't count fuck that like mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I and you know i i kind of like almost want to imagine like if there's some sort of money hat that sony might throw to make the dark souls three version on PlayStation four more, I would, I would say, uh, desirable as far as anything that might link it with like bloodborne, bloodborne. That's exactly what I was thinking. Some kind of DLC or some like save data, you know, unlocks that kind of thing. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause like it, it, it's all looking, it's all looking like it's going to be quite, quite the complication. Um, so, Live at, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, ID at Xbox looked pretty promising. There was a lot of cool games. Cuphead. 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 That's right. Below, I think, was another one I saw on there. Yeah. Uh, Is that the Cappy games? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I think another another great ID at Xbox game. A little indie studio called uh, Crystal Dynamics. Is that the one that's doing it? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, little, I was little like, indie group. <laughs> I was. I'm just trying to cycle. I'm sorry. I'm trying to cycle, but there, there wasn't. Oh, I, understand. I understand. Like that's the one thing that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit, and like I feel like it's a trend with all press conferences. And like cue like stock indie game montage. Like yeah, you know, 
We like I, indies. Just want to let you know. Just remember, we like indies. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to kind of like completely rock this on entirely on uh, Microsoft, but just to you know cap off the last couple things. Uh, Rare also announced Rare Replay. Thirty games that they were. It was so strange. They're still very aloof about n- mentioning all of them. They're just like they just the, the the trailer reveal for it, and even then, like the questions on uh, like. People basically have to play like 20 questions to even get like a confirmed answer. Like I, you know, offline I was talking with Andrew and like I think one of the biggest games that's being a part of that collection that like nobody really knows about is like the arcade version of Battletoads that Electronic Arts published. Yeah, it's on that collection. And like that's going to be people can now legitimately pre-order Battletoads. It's true. Yeah, it's of course, of course, that's the way they had to go with that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's great that they've got Blast Core on there, really. I, which is, I'm very curious about because, like that, yeah, that, like that, isn't that also on Virtual Console though for like the Wii U? I'm not sure if it is or not. Did you I play the original on N64 though? I barely did, man. It was one of those man. weird launch games that, like, I that, overlooked. That game was the shit. It's so satisfying. It's, it's funny too because I own it. Like, I have no excuse. Like. The 64 man is always weird for me. Like I played the weird games that somebody saw in passing on a Nintendo Power. I'm just like, yeah. I fucking never heard of the game. Like what? And mischief makers for the win. Or fucking Tonic Trouble. Like Jesus, try to mention Tonic Trouble now to somebody. <laughs> like nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but yeah, like, there's you know Cameo. Everybody remember Cameo. Everybody loved that. No. I, actually, I think it was the only one that remotely liked that game. Remotely. Um, Viva Pinata, Jesus, Perfect Dark. That, that, that'd be cool, Jet, Viva Pinata, for sure. Gemini. Jet Gemini is in it, yeah, and that's, like, one thing that everybody's wanted. And, like, again, why, like, I don't understand the uh, logic behind not throwing some of these names that, like, have floated around the underground. Uh, and then, like, all the KI games, the old ones, so in case, KI like... KI Gold, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you didn't get, like, them already from buying modern killer instinct you can get them as a part of the collection which i think is cool um but yeah there's a bunch of stuff other than that sea of thieves uh and uh, i think that's cool i I, probably the newest rare venture they've done aside from like and even then i don't i don't even know how involved fucking rare is with killer instinct especially when it's like already switched developers i i think at this point rare is just like yeah we're supervising so it they haven't what, really. It went to Double Helix, right? Yeah, and Double Helix has yeah. has been taking charge on that entirely. So, like, I can't really, I don't remember exactly what else Rare's fucking done recently aside from like Perfect Dark and or Xbox 360 avatars. Yeah, Connect <laughs> games, mm-hmm. all the Connect games. Which, by the way, Every I game. think it's super dead now. You guys, I yeah. think the Connect is just Agreed. fucking dead. Wow, it did like. It was really, it's like about time. Over. It didn't get mentioned once. Like, just don't. Like, it's not a name. It's not a thing anymore. Which I, I get. I don't know. Um, I, the newest game actually. Um, that uh, that's gonna be a play play out soon is Fruit Ninja Two, which I feel like just totally skeeted by on the seat of its fucking pants, and then like that's it. All right, it's out there. We're done. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot other than like it's, okay. Well, let's get this out of the way because we we. I did want to mention it. How do you guys feel about HoloLens on a scale of like one to 10, 10 being Bill Cosby, how deceptive that thing looks like as far as like what we saw and what we're really going to get. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six. 
I'd say uh, eight because they're really the only show or presentation that tried to capture what it's like using a headset like that. Like I haven't seen anything portrayed in a video presentation form for like Oculus or Morpheus or, you know, Valve's thing. So I feel like it's cool. But I can't imagine it's going to look just like that. Because this is this is connect all over again in my eyes. Like mm-hmm. I've seen that thing on the goddamn stage floor, and then I've seen it in my living room. And I can assure you that like the, the differences are night and day. So I yeah. I can't. I don't know. I don't. I I feel and, like and, and, and I think the fact that they're partnering Gen- with Oculus Rift does kind of <laughs> make me worried about what Hololens is going to be able to do. That they're trying to get Oculus on their side as well in case of like this is it's like a break yeah. glass in case of emergency situation. Like well. HoloLens doesn't work for shit, but it's cool. We got uh, Oculus still doing shit for us. So <laughs> that's kind of the way I look at it. I, I feel think, like they need uh, a, a contingency plan for their VR. I just feel like it's going to be really shitty projector technology, like the yeah. kind that we've already... Like, like, the, like 3D on uh, like the AR cards? Yes! Yeah. I feel like that's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be. Yeah. Like It is nowhere near the amount of... like majesty that like we we saw on on stage with that mm-hmm. event so agreed i don't know and like see i wish i had more to talk about but like i i just feel like coming into this thing so cynical like i want to i want to believe that it's magic you guys but i i'd also want to feel that a lot of that was smoke and mirrors like the, it just it seems a little too fabricated to be like this is something that you're going to be able to do in a massive consumer market like as soon as we get the chance i mean like vr has already been like what a thing for the last four or five years. And even then we're still seeing a lot of fledgling progress, especially with me and you playing it. And then like more and more like the Oculus I'm sold on, like I'm a believer and I, and I love that thing, but it's, you know, it's still far from being ready to, to kind of purchase in a, in a store like that, that like that reality is still not too far. I'm sorry. I'm a little too far. Uh, to really be realized. And then you have this thing that's a step above doesn't require like the use of any special accessories or glasses or any nonsense. I don't know. Bit, bit smoke and mirrors for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So who's done talking about Microsoft? Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I, I think we can move on. Excellent. Great. Sony. <laughs> What what do we what do we got to say about Sony? So the surprises they were the ones I think that supplied the biggest surprises, like the the holy. Because I was talking to someone about this right before E3. I was like, you know, there hasn't been an oh shit moment in E3 in quite some time. Like a, you know, they've had the oh yeah and one more thing kind of thing happen a few times, but it was never anything super substantial or anything that like really made me go whoa shit like that's that's actually happening. Um, and I guess, you know, for both surprise titles, I mean, for me, Last Guardian was cool to see, and I'm glad it's still a thing, but the two really big surprises that Sony came out with, I'm not, I'm neither a fan of, of one or the other titles, but to know how important those games are, how big of a milestone those games are for players, and to see them coming back after so many years and so many people wanting it, 
I was excited just for them. Like I, I was kind of like, I remember seeing it. We went to the theater, uh, E3 presentation thing they were doing and being in a theater full of people watching the Sony press conference and seeing the excitement and seeing people like literally get out of their seats and applaud and cheer. And like, they kind of show that clip a lot when, um, uh, when I think it was Shemu. Well, well I, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead here. I'm, I apologize. Kind of George is your thing with Shemu. Um, but like the guy like kind of like jumped up and kind of like just like melted back down into his seat. Do you have you have you seen that yet? No, it's fucking amazing. It's probably the best thing I've seen of E3. It's, it's, it's like, like he witnessed a second coming or something. like that. He kind of did like he got up. He's like and then just kind of like just just he sank like he, he didn't have the ability to support his body anymore. It was dude. I, I was in tears. I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I and like, like, like both things is just like, well, like good. Good for them for doing it. And. I'm I'm happy for the people that have been looking forward to it for a long time. I know they're pretty pretty pumped. It was pretty weird because like I I don't know I, I already had like a fairly fairly confident tone for the press conference because they they fucking kicked it off with Last Guardian just like look at this shit look mm-hmm. at this shit that isn't dead so awesome um and you know there's something I kind of want to bring up that Sarah mentioned and like I don't know if I'd agree necessarily but like he does bring up some points so. We we see something that was now meant for the last system being scaled for the current soft like hardware, and I don't know. I feel like from a stylistic approach, it looks beautiful, but I, you can definitely tell like this was something as you were mentioning, Andrew, that like it really it kind of reeks of like fucking we were on the brink of death, and you guys and we we brought this here for you. Like I almost feel like Sony almost gauged like reaction to it on the E3 show. Just to see, like, mm-hmm. if this is something that, like, they should put to sleep now or just keep, like, on with. Because if you notice, like, it's still just like, oh, it's going to be released in 2016. I'm like, dude, like, come on. This is something that's got to drop by the end of the year. And it's still not even a holiday release. So, I don't know. But from what it looks like, I feel like there's a lot of points of interactivity and, and a lot of dynamics that I don't. I, I think the from just what I, I could only gather from my like visual impression of the trailer, like they're really taking into account like what needs to be, uh, I would say, acknowledged in the environment between you and and the bird dog. So hmm. I, I don't know. I was I'm just still like I felt I felt that the animation was definitely a pretty sore point that stuck out like a sore thumb. I think. Um, all the feathers on on the creature just—it seemed like the effects were too a little too old to be on a PlayStation Four. I've seen much better already. I yeah, I, and like and the the janky movement didn't win me over either. Well, uh, you know, I think like the movement that that's very relative to like what we've seen from Team Eco, though. Like as far as Eco uh-huh. and Shadow, I'll, I'll attest to that. Yeah, especially when we did the Games Club for Eco. The original. <laughs> I mean, Eco itself didn't exactly control fantastically. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus was a great step in the right direction, but it's it's going to need a lot more refinement if it's going to win the people over that have been expecting this for nine years. Is it really yep. been nine years? By the way, I don't think it's been nine years because it was like two thousand eight, right? Okay, so, so like eight, seven years, eight, eight years. But by the time it comes out, yeah, let's hope, right? <laughs> I don't know because we we've talked. I think we've gone on like the last two E3s. I'm like, oh man, I wish they talked about Last Guardian. Fuck, that thing's super dead. And then mm-hmm. yeah, and then they like just start off the show with it. So it, it's worked out. Um, yeah. but then like afterwards, 
like as far as like what they then came to talk about, I believe like they they showed off Street Fighter Five, which it's so strange. I keep forgetting that that's a PlayStation Four exclusive and Windows exclusive. Uh huh. Which is very strange too. Crossplay, which is really exciting that you can play with people on PC. But you know. It's just so funny to me that, like, as far as, like, the Windows exclusivity of it and the fact that that is still, like, primarily a format that's under the umbrella of Microsoft. I almost guarantee you that's their workaround at, at Capcom's workaround is that, well, we need to put this out for PC because, you know, the audience wants it on PC. And then they'll probably introduce some kind of way of playing it through your Xbox with the Windows 10 thing. So, <laughs> you know, it's like this is our workaround to not have it on Xbox. But you can still play on the Xbox technically. That's, that's the way I look at it, but I don't know if that'll actually happen or not, but it'd be funny if it did. Yeah, I mean, and and as far as, like, a lot of the stuff that I have seen with Street Fighter V so far, I feel like it's definitely faster and kind of reflective of a more uh, dynamic uh, pace for the game that I, I haven't really seen. Like, it almost feels like Marvel versus Capcom 3-like. If you just Have you noticed that just from what we've seen so far? Like, it, it just, it kind of gives off that general vibe that it's not as methodical as like street fighter um, well, it's, yeah it, it, it's more third strike for sure if yeah. i compare it to anything it's definitely third strike and you can tell with the the redesigns of some of the characters like it's it's going for a third strike feel which i'm excited about i think that's something fans and players have wanted to see in a long time like four was great but you know it's mostly a callback to two it is and i think three is gonna definitely have a little more strategy it's gonna have a little more variation um and it's overall going to be a faster playing game, I think, too, because of that. Are they still using MT Framework for the uh, the game's engine? No, I know it's, un- it's, it's, un- it's Unreal. It's Unreal 4. Oh, is yeah. it? Okay, right mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks amazing. Uh, I remember there was, like, some sort of controversy concerning the boob physics and, like, how <laughs> they're just like, oh, there's something <laughs> that was, like, the little kid. Like, that was the most little kid laugh I've ever heard you do. Like, <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, the married man, folks. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, yep. and and they were talking about how like they're still working around, but even then, like it's it's still a havoc based like physics engine, is it not? Probably more than likely. I am not. I'm not for yeah, sure. But uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, right. hold on. Doesn't the new Unreal Engine uh, incorporate new physics technology into it? Yeah, the newest one. I don't know if it's the newest, newest one. I think it's like one of the. It's Unreal, so goddamn real. Well, to be honest, I haven't even played an Unreal Four game. I don't think yet. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like at I'm, least I don't, man. It, I, I'm trying to think of at this given point of time. Like it'll, it'll fucking strike me out of nowhere, like a ton of bricks. But I don't want to tell you because I know you've played. And I don't want to remind you. Oh damn it! Oh. The first Unreal Four game that came out was Daylight. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, that's awful shit. I know. Game. <laughs> I didn't want to take you back there. Ah <laughs> oh, man, um, George to a dark place. I know. So, I did. Fuck it. You guys play that. You you play that, and you tell me if you don't come away with the same like anger. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, let's talk about that because we mentioned it at the very beginning of the show, and I really want to touch that. And like, I I'm honest. I don't know if Sarah caught up on it, but I dude. More and more I see that game, the more and more I'm sold. And that, to me, might just be, like, one of my favorite games that comes out of this generation. Just the sheer magnitude. Just knowing that, like, I can visit something that feels like an entirely different existence. 
boggles my mind. But at the same time, I have a fear that it's it's like kind of selling this magnitude of exploration that's going to have the like utility of Mass Effect, like the original Mass Effect. Like here are all these planets, and then you have like only this much real estate. I'm like, yeah, you're on the whole planet. This thing. So I don't know, but apparently like the exploration of the planet uh, can vary anything that like funny enough. I, I don't know if you've read this comparison uh, relative to like uh, the smallest you'll see is like something like that's akin to Mario Galaxy, which I'm like, mm. you know, that makes sense since there's so many goddamn stars and, and planets. Um, but still, like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I feel like with how rabid like this the culture of uh video game community is like when that game does drop it may not be as vast as they were alluding to but either way like i don't know what do you guys what did you get i want to know what sarah came with because he was just doubting like the concept of it from the very start and i i I hope it's kind of sold you a little bit more on it or you're slightly keen to it what do you think sarah i don't know i thought it looked neat and all but the problem with no man's sky is that there's no real end game to it. I like to have a general yeah. sense of purpose of what I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, you won't ever finish that game. <laughs> Time is of uh, it's a precious commodity to me these days with everything mm-hmm. that I do and just to putz around with no real I you know what though, but I kinda like like you know? I like that though, because to me it, it seems like it's the perfect empty calorie game. Like it's it, to me it's just like Minecraft. It's just go in, fuck around and you can go now. The thing I'm wondering that's, though that's is exactly why I don't play Minecraft because Ooh. there's yeah to it. I could I could watch someone play it, right? But I, I'd never get invested in it. Yeah, but I wonder if it's gonna have like the same kind of like I, I kind of think of like Animal Crossing. Like, are you gonna be able to leave it for a long period of time, come back, and things haven't changed, or will things have been changing in the background? Because there's so many, you know processes and so many generated things going on in the background you don't even see so like are things changing or things that dynamic in the game where you'll come back after you know not playing for a month and like plants have been destroyed and stars have burnt out and new life forms have been discovered like it, it seems like it's almost too much to keep up with i guess if it was like i could come back to it the way it was you know um instead of like worrying about well if i go back are things going to be the same as they were i'm like i don't want to have that investment of keeping up with like with animal crossing like i'd always continuously go back to animal crossing like you know on a daily basis to make sure i didn't lose out on anything i'm like it just got to the point where i had to stop playing altogether i just can't keep up with it anymore so i guess i would play no man's sky if things would just stay the way they are or maybe you can change that maybe there's an option where you can lock it in to a certain way it's going to play you know every time you get on or you can just let things happen and then come back to it, you know, and see what's going on. Um, that's the question I have is if that does happen, then I don't know if I could really invest my time into it, knowing that it's all going to change the next time I, you know, jump in and play anyways. Right. I, I feel like it's definitely going to be dynamic. And the hmm. fact that there are things that are going to happen while you're gone and like whether or not that will kind of sour what sort of, I don't know, impression or imprint you kind of want to leave or take from the game is mm-hmm. yet to be known because again this is this is all still like the magnitude of which they're trying to sell and the scale of it is very very new territory especially like considering they're like yeah all these crazy flasks like like this wart space travel i mean this is something you can literally uh just do right now so like i i find it all just insane 
Mm-hmm. So there is the that. The thing, too, is like you can't really compare your game play to anyone else. It's like uh, because the progression is so vastly different from player to player, like it's it's neat that you can do that, but at the same time, there's no point of reference either. Yeah, you know, it's it's a uh, it's something that I'm definitely interested in. But like like I said, I like that empty like for me, Minecraft. Even though funny enough that it, it's an empty calorie game within itself that you guys likened it to, I feel like it demands way too much investment still, and it has like this rabid community and like all these things that kind of you know, still demand, like, a certain amount of engagement. And, like, No Man's Sky, like, it, it kind of, like, offers all that. But it gives you, I don't know, it gives you this opportunity to kind of explore and do things at your own pace. But I, I don't know, at least I'd assume, unless, like, again, with that whole Minecraft craze of, like, you know, the communities kind of, like, commoditizing, like, areas and servers and whatnot yeah that's also how i want to know like is it going to be i I can only imagine it's going to be server based with like how massive it's going to be i just i don't know i I feel like there's i'm more sold on it but uh, if anything it's also left with me way more questions so i mean you know it says it's on windows so i might check it out but Mm. uh, we'll see that that, i'll settle for that um (laughs) Not a whole lot. I mean, if at this point, this is when like Sony like got super like, hey, this is all this cool shit that's coming out, but it's exclusive. Like, here's some exclusive stuff. Um, you know, Media Molecule also teased like Dreams, which I don't really know how to yeah. feel about that. Yeah, it. Yeah. It. You know, this the whole puppetry thing. That's that's kind of what ruined Little Little Big Planet for me. Is the stupid puppetry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Come on. <laughs> So let's go Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, they didn't really show a whole lot of that, but definitely like feels like it's this spiritual successive or successor to like Turok and the fact that you're just fighting cyber dinos. And I, yeah, I just think it's good on Gorilla Games for breaking out of their you know tried and true. We do kill zone and we only do kill zone. Like it's them taking a pretty big chance on doing something totally different. Like it, in in so much that it's a third person game, which they've done first person since I can remember. I don't think there was even a Gorilla Games before Killzone One, so it's it looks great. I mean, it's I guess like you know to me like I kind of got like a enslaved kind of vibe from it. Um, you know, I I definitely got I definitely got the Turok stuff, you know, but um, just having this like kind of weird mashup of primitive meets technology like it's a weird kind of you know mixture of both like i don't know how you really would categorize it but um it also had that kind of left last of us kind of well you know nature took over after you know everyone kind of abandoned their towns and their structures and you know nature kind of overtook it again like i kind of i kind of dig on that um but uh the gameplay looks fun i think if it plays like it was shown if that was actual game you know, gameplay and stuff like that. I could definitely see that being pretty interesting to play. The only thing that bothered me mo- uh, about uh, Horizon, mm. and it was it bothered Dayruna too, actually, mm. uh, was that the main character spoke way too much. So there was always a one-liner for something, and is it is it kind of like they're seemed like trying to trying to like a Nathan Drake kind of thing where he's always like had like a smart aleck thing to say or like yeah, a, a quip kind of like that, but. Yeah. yeah, there there were way too many voice samples and way too many speech bits right in the middle of combat. 
And I felt mm-hmm. I found that to be a little distracting. Actually, I don't think I'd, I would like that if uh, if I was playing it. I, I'd try to find some way to turn it off. Mm. So yeah, see that. we've got a week left in like what was the biggest announcement. And again, apologize for the lateness of this recording, but with all the new shifts going on with PPR, we definitely definitely need to talk about this. So. Shenmue 3 is one of the two big announcements that like exploded out of the Sony press conference. And uh, at, at this present point in time, it's weird just like how slow like a lot of the backing came to a halt once they elaborated more. And we again, this is a lot of offline talk prior to the recording, uh, but it's presently at four and a half million uh, with way more to go. Uh, for the stretch goals that like Yu Suzuki sort of like threw out there and just like, yeah, we'll do this. So, but for ten uh, million dollars, <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, I feel like at some point these. That's are what people- he came out and said though. He came out and said like, I'll make the game that you know it deserves to be, but we have to get ten million. It's like fuck. Like I don't know, man. I just I'm glad that game's coming out, but we kind of talked about it before we went on to record. I just feel like if they would have been more upfront about things before they announced it, I think they probably would have done themselves a lot more of a favor. So I feel like Sony should have been a little more transparent about, Hey, we're actually probably funding a lot of this, but you know, we'll let them announce on stage for their Kickstarter. And I think that they should have been a little bit more consistent about saying stuff on, on their Kickstarter. Like this is what the money's going for. This is what we have planned, or this is what, you know, we can do because, you know, I was talking to someone that's a big fan, probably as big of a fan about Shemu as you are, George. And, you know, he had kind of questioned. It. He's like, well, they want to raise two million dollars. But last time they made Shemu two was like a thirty three million dollar game. So how are they going to pull that off? And that's yeah, where I, all the questions started coming in. And I just feel like if they would have been a little more upfront about it, it would have probably helped them walk. You, you said it, like as soon as they started getting out there and kind of, you know, telling people what was up like that funding kind of just started slowing down drastically compared to how it was going the first couple of days well and even then too because i feel like i believe bloodstained and i'm trying to remember who stepped in but like bloodstained came uh it's coming from koji gagashi and igarashi igarash um and initially like i believe like the the point of the kickstarter when they initially launched it was just to basically gain interest and garner like basically look at it as a capitalist venture like this is something that's simply meant to attract like to to simply establish and confirm the interest in this fucking game so like that that's all it is and essentially that's what the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter was but I, there were certain verbiage within the campaign like you not only made it very clear within the uh, promotional video, but within the verbiage of the campaign page of the Kickstarter, that if the $2 million was not met, this game was just not happening. And I, I feel like there was something that they just touched with Sony offline because there was kind of hope for this kind of like happening at some point or other right from the start when Sony uh, essentially helped... Uh, take on and uh, renew the trademark on the Shenmue brand and license after Sega officially dropped it off. If anything, too, I'm I always kind of I'm, I'm kind of still wondering, like how Sega is like kind of 
they've never they haven't came out and said it, but I wonder how hard they're kicking themselves over this. <laughs> if they only knew, like you know, yeah. we we could have like stood behind this and kind of did something. But at the same time, I don't think they had the resources to kind of back what Shenmue still needs as far as the third game that Sony does. So, uh, and even then, like, there's going to be a physical PlayStation 4 release, and it, it's still going to be... I, I love the fact that it's also still going to be something that like, can be released on Windows. Like, Sony, like, the, the whole, like, PC uh, acknowledgement and, like, the collaboration in certain affairs that I think I've also seen is, like, a, like, one of the new things that's come out of E3 that I'm particularly enjoying. But at the same time, as you mentioned earlier, uh, Andrew, I feel like at some point it's going to be exploited and then fucked. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm happy that it's happening. But like, I'm also like the one thing that came to realization. Like, now that we know it's a thing that's happening, we know it's got like the capital, and I, I just don't want this to be like the next Kickstarter failure that kind of like stains Kickstarter in the eyes of like developers and just like it's it's video game. Uh, campaigns because like you know that same thing kind of happened with the Yog cast and like their game like I don't I don't want Shinmu 3 to be that next thing because like now that they've like they know the interest they know the game they know the play like Shinmu 3 cannot afford to be put on the back burner like Last Guardian Mm-hmm. It cannot afford no. it, especially with like all the crowdfunded interest in it. And too, I'm too, afraid... too, too rabid of a fan base to allow that. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. just, you know, we know that this is a game that like hasn't even like hit development yet. It's still very, very new territory. But like at some point, I feel like if there isn't some sort of news or detail dropped about it by next year, like, shit shit's gonna get so messy and it's just gonna complicate the climate of kickstarter for video games even further yeah it's already like that climate's already complicated from the start it is because once you ask people to kind of be involved in in the development of the game even though kickstarter specifically says hey like you're taking a chance on this investment like you're not guaranteed anything it's still the internet it's still gamers it's still fans they're gonna demand something, so and, it's and not it, that, it's Sony a very is putting slip. their name on this. So yes. like, yeah, Sony's also being a, a big part of it. So they are also gonna take a lot of that criticism if they don't deliver. So yeah, I totally agree. It's it, it's it's tricky when you do that. I get that Kickstarter for these companies is a way to gauge interest in the game, but yeah, they definitely take a huge risk when they do that kind of stuff because Double Fine had the same kind of issues with uh, Broken Age. Like the you know the crazy stuff they had to go through with that you know at the time being the most uh, the highest uh, funded Kickstarter video game and then to see the kind of fallout from that and the backlash from the fans that you know paid into it like pff, fuck it's yeah, like, it, it's, I, dicey. I think it's dicey episode two is like I think that's already the, the close of it isn't it or yeah, like broken age it. it's done. Mm-hmm. yeah which is it's mind boggling that the fact and like. You know, Schaefer's kind of recovered from that, but yeah, it's it, at this point, it, it's not. I don't know. It's not an avenue that could stand to take on like any more cynicism, especially especially within like a realm where everybody like begs for like certain. Like I don't know. These were games that like people have been begging for, and now it's sort of in this situation where like they got to put up or shut up and they've like set yeah. this bar of expectation and to like the fuck it. It's kind of 
it's kind of set the tone for like how people even feel about video games like going forward. Like, I don't know. It's that big of a deal, I think. Because like, yep. I mean, this shit, again, ex- extended beyond um, like the native video game coverage. Like, it, I mean, this shit. Like, E3 normally does, but, I mean, it especially did. And it's also weird, considering that it's an E3 that extended beyond that, that wasn't, like, unveiling new hardware. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's normally the only time E3 does that. I'm like, oh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, it's a thing. That's when it, like, kind of blips on, like, radar that's outside of video game coverage. This is, So, that, that kind of goes to show you and tell you something. Um I don't know, 2015, and I'll be writing a feature on it, like a culture piece, but 2015 is, like, the year that, like, wants to embellish on your childhood. Like, the another, uh, another game is fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I really don't know how to feel about it. Like, I'm super excited. I love Final Fantasy VII. It's a good game. I still think it hasn't aged the best, but nostalgia aside, it can be good, and I, I feel like it can be smoothed over. But, like, it's just, I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'm not a big fan of Final Fantasy VII. I, I really have not played the original uh, all that much at all. That cross-dressing um, scene's going to be in there. I'm super stoked on that. It's what I heard. It's what I heard. Got but it. um, I guess it would give me a reason to play Seven now, you know, hype and all, just because it's going to look better. It's going to be a complete HD remake. It's not going to be just like a port. It's not going to be a, a re-release. It's going to be an actual, like, honest goodness, like, Developed from the ground up, remaster, you know, remake of the game, and if it looks anything like that, I'll be sold. Because I mean, I loved Advent Children. I wasn't really, like I said, not a big fan of Seven, but I love the the film Advent Children. It's fucking awesome. So if they can do that, but in the game, but keep the core gameplay, but make everything look like that, fuck, sold. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely on board for something like that. But we'll see how that how that goes. But um, it was one of those things again, like just watching the video and kind of knowing. Like knowing enough to be like, okay, I think I know where they're going with this, and then to see it, you know, and then they had the big reveal of Cloud Sword, and you know, then, then I remember just like when the words remake came up and people just lost their shit. Like it was so cool to see that moment happen where people were like, "Don't fuck us over again. Don't tell us it's a port. Don't tell us it's a re-release. Don't tell us it's gonna be, you know, whatever the case may be. Like we 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 need the remake." And then it finally pops up. People lose their shit. And it sucks, too, because it kind of trolled on people because the Final Fantasy game they showed before that was that World of Final Fantasy. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm actually, dude, I want that one. Don't do, don't do, don't do that, Joe. I'm kind of stoked for it, too. But don't don't do that. Don't, like, do that when people think it's going to be a 7 remake and then be like, here you go. Because, like, I just see people just, like, rumbling. Oh, Fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so it's... It was maybe not the best move. I I chuckled because I think I I think they purposely were doing that. But you know they 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 still you know they I think they delivered. Uh, they did yeah they did what so. they needed to do and they got yeah. they they got her done. Um, but yeah man I I if anything too like I I can only imagine how the system is going to be reimagined and yet faithful to like everything. There's a lot of points in that game. Where, like, they're going to have to step it up or otherwise change it. And, like, that's that's the tricky rope that, like, we talked about before with, like, introducing a remaster. And funny enough, Sarah, we mentioned how, like, this game was never going to happen. Mm. And, like, here and here we go. Um, but, yeah, like, the big the big death that's involved in the story and, like, how I wonder, like, how they're going to encourage players to even acknowledge or let alone give a, like, because I'll tell you right now, like, you know. 
I they might as well call it like Final Fantasy VII remake subtitle don't level Aerith. Like <laughs> like yeah, pretty I, much. Yeah, I just I'm I'm very curious to see how it goes, but they're trying to remain as faithful to like what made the game so special and iconic and yet modernize it to ensure that like it can cater to both generations of people playing it. So who knows? Um, uh, aside from that, there weren't a whole lot of other, yeah, there was world of final fantasy. That was, that was super kawaii. Like I, I dug that. Um, Vita is pretty much dead. The uh, really legacy sad. system, man. They've already come out and said it's a legacy system. So, are you yeah. fucking serious? That's yeah. that's nail that's nail in the coffin right there, it's sir. A, uh, it's definitely a uh, a terrible thing. Cause I I like the Vita, I really do. I it's yeah, really and fun. then like PlayStation TVs are in bargain bins left and right. I actually I do like the damn thing. Like sometimes they made it better than from when they original like when it originally came out. I'm like, fuck this black box of shit. Is like what you could have summarized from my review of it. Um, but now it's just like ah, I'll leave you plugged in, just because like I want to, I want to, you know, play this on the TV. This this is gonna need this is gonna need some uh, personal time with a bigger screen. Um, but yeah, I you know, and I and I also kind of wonder if like the Vita really is like that's it. We're like totally leaving the portable market now, because like I feel like even the 3DS is struggling. Like I feel like at some point, like this is real. Like mobile is gonna be the end all, be all. Yeah, I think um, when it comes down to handhelds, the Vita has gotten way more love from me than my 3DS has. It's, I don't even think I can remember the last time I charged it. And uh, the 3D, yeah, I, I, I think I may have downloaded like Puzzles and Dragons Nintendo Edition. Mm-hmm. I think that that's that's about it. I don't know. I. I still need to really like put in the effort for Majora's Mask and look into some other stuff for it, but that's a whole nother topic. And speaking of which, I think I think it's a, about a fine time that we hop into Nintendo now and like mm-hmm. get that out of the way. And then there's also well, all right, before we hop into Nintendo, there's also Ubisoft and EA, which you know Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I'm I'm all right. I'm gonna put it right here here and out, folks. And you guys saw the feature that I wrote on Unity. I'm fucking done with Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is dead to me. I can't I can't deal anymore. Like Rogue was nice, but it was nice because it was more of what worked, which unfortunately was also was more of the same. And like there that that's a feature that's a little late to the party that I also uh really need to get on like on the handle with. But I, I don't know. I'm kinda over Assassin's Creed. And like even then Rainbow Six I feel like at this point they're kind of just hammering in shit that they've already shown us. The division I, I'm already predicting is going to be a huge flop. I don't I don't see the division really doing anything at all to kind of do anything. And then like the only other Ubisoft game or no, this is EA going to EA territory between the new Battlefront and then Star Wars as well as like Mirror's Edge 2. There wasn't a whole lot from EA front either, unless I'm missing something. They they confirmed Mass Effect, but they didn't show anything. But they confirmed it's a they thing. Showed fucking concept vid, like they, man, like it, it, it was a very very brief teaser trailer, and then it just came up with the title, which is Mass Effect, Andromeda or something yeah, like Andromeda. that. Yeah, Andromeda. I something remember that, that now. Yeah, uh, it. Yeah. Man, like I don't know, dude. Like I I feel like at this point. 
The, uh, no, I'll take it back. The one Battlefront, thing that... Battlefront looked pretty dope. I will be, I will be honest. I think Battlefront is going to be a shooter I could definitely get into because I love the first two Battlefront games. So I could definitely jump into those. Um, it looked pretty good. I liked it. UI was clean. Uh, looked awesome. Um, I think they're going to struggle with putting in Jedi and Sith, though. Uh, but everything else looked really good. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about that one. Yeah, I I am still I will say either between that and Mirror's Edge 2, those are the E3 takeaways. And the only other mm-hmm. Ubisoft takeaway, like I'm in, in like it's just weird. Like this is going to be the thing that I take away from Ubisoft cuz everything else is just so like fuck it is South Park the fractured butthole. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of surprising <laughs> that like they had such a hard time getting that game out the first time around because of the THQ thing and you know, the game didn't sell very well. Um it was a good yeah, game. Yeah, I don't remember. Fun it was game. a great game, but I don't know how, like, if it was commercially successful. I know well, it was critically successful, but... It was. It wasn't commercially in the sense that it could have sold way more than what it did. And they actually even made fun of it in one of their episodes. It was basically because PewDiePie played through the entirety of the game, and everyone just watched that instead of buying it or playing it. And so they lost out on a lot of potential business because, you know, if his however many million of subscribers like watched him play through the entirety of the game. Um, so whole bit doesn't happen the second time around, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it's surprising they would come out and actually announce a, a second game. I wasn't expecting that. That was actually kind of a like, Oh, huh. But it was funny too. Cause like Trey Parker and Matt stone just like, were pretty blunt on the stage, which they would be of course. Cause it's, you know, that's the way they always are. And just like, yeah, you know, we, we hope it works. You know, it's going to suck if it doesn't like, we, we kind of started liking making video games, but it was such a hard thing to do beforehand. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll play it. I think that game was pretty fun, actually, but I don't think everyone else really gave it a chance. That's true. I don't I feel like there are certain there's very few flaws from that game. Other than that, it was like one of my favorite like sleeper like from fucking 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. only other thing from Ubisoft was like For Honor, which looks kind of interesting, and Anno 2020 uh, or 2205, which I believe is like uh, a sequel to an old game that I've never really fucking heard of or cared for. Just a PCS PC game. Yeah, PCS <laughs> PC game indeed. For I think Honor, both of those were. For Honor looks pretty dope. It, it looks kind of like I don't know, like Rise in a little bit, but you know, with sword fighting and I don't know, looks kind of cool. So yeah, there's Ubisoft. There's E3. I think it's. I, I think almost Nintendo is kind of just gonna be in the same like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's really can we, strange. Can, can, can we just talk about what we're excited about from Nintendo before we get into the shitstorm? <laughs> well, I don't even know what the shitstorm is. Like, you uh, probably have more of a handle of a shitstorm than I do. I wouldn't say I'm really upset about it because I really don't care I know either that's way. Several, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, 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 the big thing was the, the Metroid game, which I didn't even see the trailer, so I don't even know what people I are talking told, about. I haven't watched it. And, no. like, I think it's stupid that people actually petitioned to have it fucking yeah. like just oh, yeah. stopped like the- caused a shit storm but i was like i i don't i don't know what's wrong about it i mean i'm not gonna play it but I, i'm not really i'm not really interested in it and i really don't care either way 
So I don't know what people were expecting. It's, I think people were expecting a Metroid game and that not happening is what just pissed them off. It's just because it's not Metroid or it's not whenever, a Metroid game. <laughs> whenever crap like this happens, I shake my head and wonder why I put up with this bullshit. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things that kind of pushes me away from the entire medium. Just how people overreact so catastrophically to the most mundane things. No one really cares that samus isn't in it like i don't know it's, it's I mean, a very vocal minority if anything to me it like i'm actually cool about it it's not a traditional metroid game but you know what like what like what is a really traditional game if there are identifiable yeah. elements like are you gonna fucking tell me that paper mario is a mario game because it's not yeah. like are you gonna tell me that fucking Link's crossbow training is a Zelda game <laughs> because it's fucking not. But no. it's still like that doesn't take away from the possibility of it being fun. Like I don't know, man. Like that that whole thing to me irritated me. But like if anything, th- I I looked at it with like such a positive perspective. Like, hey, remember when like we didn't think Metroid would ever be a fucking thing? Like ever, ever, ever. And then like Prime changed that, and then we got other M, and then we got Sad. And then we got, like, a pinball Metroid game and the fucking, like, Hunters. And, like, Metroid was, like, relevant to some extent. And then we got, like, Zero Mission and Fusion. Like, as long as it's still relevant and it's still a thing that's being acknowledged to some extent, like, everything has its room to, like, kind of step outside of its box. So I Apparently the fans say you can't do any spinoffs. If you do a spinoff, they'll just piss off everyone, apparently. Yeah, no, it? it doesn't mean they won't get an actual legit Metroid game. It's just that, hey, they're just doing something kind of different set in that universe. But, you know, apparently so, that's the worst thing you could ever do. Why Why aren't people up in arms about Triforce Heroes then? There's a freaking king of Hyrule in that game. I don't mm-hmm. even under, I don't even remember hearing anything about Princess Zelda at all. Well, there's always been a king of Hyrule. I don't know. I, yeah, I wish well, the king I, of Red Lions was a character in Hyrule Wars. Or so. <laughs> like I said. Cool. I just want to boat the fuck out of things. Yeah, That's all yeah, I want to do. Fuck you, I'm boat. Just, um, I, and I'm even kind of upset about that, but I mean, it's just because I'd already perched on Wii U. And I'm like, well, if I wanted to get those characters, I'd have to, uh, from the way it sounds, if you get the 3DS version with those characters, then those characters will be available in the Wii U version. I'm just like, fuck off. Not buying yeah. a whole other game that I already own. Just that's get two the one thing that's really bugging me. Like that they're hand like. For example, like with Smash, Smash. Brothers, yeah, yeah, same yeah. Way. the Wii yep. U has really just taken all, like I, I think I have one downloadable for the 3DS version. That's Mewtwo, and that's because they gave it to me within Club you Nintendo both versions. Yeah, yeah, but that's but, it. I'll tell you what, man. That reveal on Sunday, the DLC they came up with like that day, that was cool. That was like, hey, here are these new characters. Holy shit, reuse and smash. That's awesome. When do I get to play Ryu? Like, you know, right now. The year, holidays. Today, fuck you. <laughs> like, holy shit. I had to like scramble and go get an eShop card. I was like, fuck yeah. I like, you know, they did that cool. last year with like Dead Rising 3. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I in like I really hope that like more and more now that we're in the like the digital age that we are, that they kind of embrace like, you know, here's this thing that instead of waiting for, you can like actually get yep. in on now. Like right, um, right, right for this press conference. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. but it's you know but, it's really yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, super ultra Dead Rising three. It's like it's available <laughs> soon. Wait, no, it's available now. Oh, yeah, shit. I. 
the one thing that fucking killed me dead, I'm like, oh, I don't even know how I'm going to hang with this. And, it, and like, Nintendo knows what they're doing. And, like, again, like, it's the, that whole new collectible fad that they're just kind of engorging in all the mm-hmm. wrong ways. But, like, dude, don't hit up my Skylander heart oh, with, shit. like, Amiibos. And, and, the, and they fucking, they fucked you twice that way because not only are they releasing the Amiibo slash Skylander characters, but if you want Donkey Kong, you got to buy the Wii U version. If you want Bowser, you got to buy the Wii version. I didn't even know that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Ouch. What? Right? What the fuck? I know. It's not even like last year where you bought the Wii version. They gave you the Wii version digitally for free. Why are they releasing it on Wii? <laughs> they that's going to be the last Wii game. <laughs> Why? And, and that's the only way you can get Bowser. And now there's also the Dark Edition that you can get, which has the same ones, but they're the Dark versions. No, that's dude, disgusting. Uh, no. The dark. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm all about Skylanders. I you know what's funny is that and I just got on the collector's app and it's disgusting almost. But I'm like fuck it. I have 193 Skylanders from reviewing the last. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, and I'm just like, and and even even like fucking everyone, every loved one is just like, dude, you no more. Like, you can't. Here's do that. So I'm uh, like, stop this. Here's an interesting little tidbit. Uh, not too long ago, I picked up the uh, the 3DS version of Skylanders Giants for like ten bucks. Yeah, and, it's a it's uh, a 2D side scroller. I've been I've been steadily collecting all of the giants from Sky well all all of the characters from Sky Skylanders Giants as they come through use kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, like I think I got all of the we there, the place where I got them got all of the tr- uh, the uh, giants traded in on the same day. And they happened to be on sale, and I ended up getting them all for under twenty bucks. Gotta love man. the gotta love the half off promotion, right? Well, that's gotta, what I gotta mean. get up yeah. on that thump back, <laughs> yes, sir. Thump back, yeah. an eyebrow. The Andrew's favorite. The Halloween eyebrow is the best one. Yes. Really, yeah. So I, I I did get them all except for Crusher, which I found later down the line. But you know, for three bucks, dude. A pop. I you know I I love Skylanders. I do, and like surprisingly, like Trap Team is my favorite out of all of them. Like I like where Swap Force was like, dude. Okay, fuck you. Now you're just fucking us with this business model. Trap Team was just like, ah, this seems like a fucky business model, but you know what? It's actually fun. I like it, and like the traps and everything was cool. Like I have a hard case from all of my traps. And I have fucking I somehow found my way of getting all of them except for the new elements that they introduced, which is like another thing that I'm like, fuck, dude, like I, I, I can't I can't deal. I can't keep up. Mm-hmm. And now now we've got new vehicles that like fuck it, dude, like, no, like I kind of I, I'm actually cool with like a boring Skylander sequel. I'm like, hey, it's just a new Skylanders game that you can use your figures with here. Yeah. Fucking go wild like like a rock band blitz. Of fucking mm-hmm. Skylanders is fine by me at this Skylanders point. Skylanders Blitz, yeah. Um, yeah, Skylanders Trap Team 2. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, that would be red. I would be cool with that, to be fucking completely honest with you. Because you can mm. reuse traps and just cycle monsters in out of a fucking digital locker. So I'm cool with that, you know? Like, cause I, I, at this point, I'm not buying any more traps. But... Like yeah, now they got the, like, dude, I, I'm I'm out, I'm out of Amiibos, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like after the Splatoon debacle and all that, like I I cannot deal, I I will not deal. Like it's no. it's not, it's too no. It's I'm pretty not, bad. I it's I, really I, bad. I I had to talk myself out of buying a DDD today, and I have no, I have zero interest in King DDD. I have no interest whatsoever, but. It was just because it's a hard one to find. I was like, I should get that. I, yeah, dude. And I, I had to think I, to myself, I like, why the fuck would I? I don't care. I've in my life, and that's what don't I'm care. missing. Yeah, I don't care. And I'm like, well, fuck. I should buy that because I can. It's like, ugh. 
What are you doing? Why? Why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah, my so my amiibo collection has reached seven, <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and and it sucks because I'll never use them. They've got that yeah. little scrambler in there, so yeah. And that's the thing. I open all mine. I open all mine because I actually like using them. Like and like Nintendo does some cool stuff with it. it. Like Nintendo does. Do like they release like the. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like essentially it's not even a real game, but it's like Amiibo reveal or something. Uh, where, yeah, you, where put you a, unlock the games or whatever. Yeah, or, and, or you unlock the demos to the games. Yeah, but there, but there's also little side challenges you can do, and then they'll give you boosts for the Amiibo characters that you can use in other games. Like, well, if anything, though, they, it, what sucks is again you can only use it for one game. Mm-hmm. They they have um, like cards coming out though, right? Uh, for Animal Crossing, I know for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but didn't they say that they were also making them for other games as well? Amiibo cards where you don't have to necessarily use a figure. You just use a card. Mm, maybe. I don't yeah, know to what extent. Because nobody's opening though. their Amiibos. Everybody, yeah, like, it's true. It's weird. I won't. The packaging's sharp looking, man. I wouldn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, break it open. It looks looks cool that way. I think, you know, like, somebody made this really sweet, like, Donkey Kong stage shelf for Amiibos that they, I saw. They made, they made one for Mario, too, with, like, the... The, like the things, the blocks walking up to where you can, like jump onto the flag. Yeah, I've cool. been I've yeah. been actually looking to like I've been kind of looking at Etsy to see like I should get this for my amiibos. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I'm like I'm at 29, and like now, like now I just like I purposely try to get the amiibo that I just like know that I cannot get unless I like pull the trigger now. And then like you know, like I brought I grabbed Ness and Pac Man mm-hmm. out of like third wave, and I was thinking like. I should probably grab Greninja. I feel like that one's going to be fucking stupid to get. And I was right. Like, you, yeah. you can't, can't, can't get it. Like, and I, 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 I bought the Wii Fit Trainer one when it got re-released just because it got re-released. And I was like, I don't fucking care about Wii Fit Trainer, but it's the hardest one to find. So I was like, well, fuck. You know what's funny is in, like, did you notice the sculpt difference on it? Apparently they, yeah. like, reduced the bust. Yeah, they'll do that with that one. They they changed up the Marth re-release. I heard if they're doing Villager, they change the eyes. So that, at least that way you know if you have a first run or not. But I mean, I think it's to that point where I'm looking at if the eyes are different. I'm just going to yeah, hang, the thing, hang like, myself, uh, honestly. I just, all, all, just of the scalpers, all of the scalpers around here are saying, oh, yeah, I've got a first edition of this one now. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's where it's become too much. It's become a problem. Where, yeah. Like Agreed. it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna. Like I, I feel like it's gonna have the relative like fallout of like what happened to comics in the '90s. So mm-hmm. like it's it's not gonna be pretty. And this point, Nintendo's gonna fuck themselves on it, and it's just gonna be like this dead, unsupported thing. But like, what's mind-boggling is there are rumors now that like, again, like other developers they're taking notice, and then like they might start using like figure like the collectible figure packs might uh start becoming something that's interactive with the game and like i don't know and disney infinity like 2.0 is garbage but like 3.0 i'm like how do we win that back throw star wars into the mix and i i can only imagine how fucked that whole venture is going to be um mm. but all, on the all man it's been a it's been a pretty good e3 <laughs> uh yeah. star fox 0 I, I mean, really weird it, that that's like that was your big cool. lead in. It looks, looks good. Cool. Yeah. You know um, what? I don't. I don't think it does. I think it looks really sparse. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's definitely like what they wanted out of Star Fox Two, like reimagined. Uh, like they're taking Star yeah. Fox Two and Command and all that. I, I get that, but I mean, the gameplay itself looks really, really. Um, I, I guess em- like that, it looks that, empty is what I'm trying to get at. Them, it, them, it really does look empty. them forcing you to use the gamepad and using like the different viewer for the gamepad. Like, I, I just feel like they're trying to make it more of like, hey we need to use this gamepad for something because we don't use it for shit and them kind of forcing it into the game and like what you have to do to play the game. I know it's kind of unfortunate because I guarantee you they won't let you use like a pro controller or anything else. Like you'll have to use the gamepad to play that game. It can't be I mean, any worse than the way fucking rock said he's making me use a goddamn Batmobile more on that later. Ah, yeah. Next episode on that one. I'm sure. No, well, um, the review will be out soon. So, Oh, nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> I was actually really excited about Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker looks oh, really wow. fucking cool. I love I love the history that they kind of dropped within the direct mm-hmm. too, and just like this is an original graph paper because at the time this is how we designed levels, and like we decided to take this mechanic and use it as a fundamental for Mario Maker. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, and like it, yeah, and and like some it, of the crazy shit you can do in it, it's really user friendly. Like I played Mario Maker last year, and mm-hmm. if it's gonna be anywhere near as user friendly as it was. Like, and during that iteration, like, I don't know. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, and I, I feel like someone made the comparison saying it was like Minecraft for adults. But I think it's funny because I know a lot of adults that actually play Minecraft. But it, it, it did kind of ring true. It's like you kind of just know what to do when you start up. Like, like, it, like people that play Minecraft, like, you just kind of know where to go or what to make or what to do. And this one, like, you, you know, okay, pipes do this. And I know that this certain enemy does that. And then you got to do that thing where you kind of like shake the gamepad and then it changes it up and kind of does like a mixed version, like like kind of remixes up what you're doing and changes things. I just think you could just throw shit in there and just fuck around and still make pretty cool levels. Like, you know how Mario level works. So here you go. Like, figure it out. I and think it's going to be like the one game that actually makes Miiverse significant. Yeah, yeah. The community, the, the community will will build that game because they have to. Like, it's user generated content. Like, there's going to be some stuff in there built pre-made or built you know for you to kind of mess around with or play with but that game's going to be sold upon solely by the involvement of the community it's like a little big plant was initially before like sarah said they got into the puppetry of everything and got a little too ridiculous with it like that community will drive that game and make it what it is and and that's going to kind of to me it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it um and and I don't think I'll even be all excited about playing the levels. I think I'll actually, for the first time, be really excited about making levels. And I'm not big into like the created content stuff, but I could definitely exactly. jump into like, that. When it comes to user created stuff, I I tend to stay away from it. I I prefer yeah. a game that has official levels. So like, I think as long as Nintendo has at least one level set that they've made in there, I think there's there's merit to it in terms mm-hmm. of like how I enjoy playing games. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd be interested to see of, uh, of what I can come up with within Mario Maker's confines. There's, it's weirdly enough when you talk about like user generated content, the the game, the one game that's like my favorite when it comes to that mechanic is the weirdest choice I know. But Infamous Two loved all the user generated content in that game, so I, I I'm surprised it didn't even come back in Second Son. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. Mario Maker is also a gem. I just, I, I feel like it's going to get ignored and I don't know if it's going to be a digital game or a physical release, but there's that. No, no, no. It will be a physical release because there's an amiibo packed in with it. 
Oh, huh. Yeah, it's. I think it's classic Mario in uh, in orange and uh, or red and brown. And it's oh, the oh, yeah, I forgot so. about that. Yeah, but still, like, yeah. it doesn't. You got another thing needs... that they're going to shortchange us on, I'm sure. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be like a physical, physical release. I don't know. I I feel like it, it is though. It, it will be. Okay, I didn't. Is what they've said. Yeah. Um. So there is another. I want to say there was another Nintendo. Like weirdly enough. I don't know if what they showed they they were it was like fate something I think the last thing we could really touch on but kind of um weirded oh, out yeah. yeah is that supposed to be the fire emblem uh, Shin Megami Tensei crossover There's a chance it is but it didn't now, look very, they, very uh, much they, like it that looks like did, something else They're that game that you're talking about the weird like like it's like the idol game or whatever it like, is. Yeah, the, the Moe ass Moe yeah. game. It, that that was an Atlas published game, but it no, it was Atlas published. Yeah, the um the Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem game. I think is something different. There is a Fire Emblem. The, the new Fire Emblem is actually getting split up into two different games. Oh, yeah, bad deep. move. Yeah, there's like a part. There's like a part one, part two kind of deal thing going on. I think it's like one's Fates and one's something else. Yeah, you know what? Ten to one odds, Nintendo won't release the second one over here. Eesh, you'll, man, you'll pull like a Shining Force three. Exactly, mm-hmm. they will pull. They're gonna pull a, fire, a Shining Force three. I, I can almost see it coming. Yeah. Well, I I don't know, man. I think uh, Fire Emblem's dude. It's got a like. It's got a fan following. Like people mm-hmm. love it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm telling you, it's a thing that people like. And like think about yeah, you know, like what the 3DS you know what else has. had a you know what else had a fan following. What Fatal else? Frame. Fatal uh, Frame had a pretty good. I don't fan think it, on the same level. They confirmed uh, that's coming to the states, though. Yeah, Final Fatal Frame Four. Yeah, which was on the Wii, and Nintendo got the rights and, now and it's never Wii U. brought it out. And now it's on Wii U. Yeah, it's not Fatal Frame Four though; it's Fatal Frame Five. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. They skipped oh. four altogether. Well, oh, no, they that's might crazy. do something for four. I can imagine Nintendo, like, cause or or even then, like, I can imagine, like, hey, do we want an Operation Rainfall Two? Like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I can imagine something like that. I think the last big game that also weird, like everybody was just like, "Whoa, that looks great!" Or, but then again, like the neat um, was fucking Xenoblade Chronicles X, which mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, looks I cool, like, but it, you know what? Yeah. Allegedly, that's going to be on two Blu-rays. Damn. I dude, I'd believe it. It, it looks huh. like it's going to be that big ass game that like I don't fucking got time for anymore. So hopefully you've got a hard drive because allegedly 35 gigs of that has to be installed. Oh, fuck fuck that, dude. No, that game's bigger than this fucking system, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. Dude, that's the thing I think. I don't know. You know what I want? If I can get on my old man seat for like just two two seconds, Mm -hmm. I want to be introduced at the next E3. Fucking like realistic data management. Give me something that fucking like... I am so sick of like needing to like decide what needs to die in order for something to live and then die later. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. Like I'm at that point with all three systems and like, you know, I just upgraded my fucking phone to the 128 gigs. And like, I just knowing that that's an inevitability that, that, that I'm going to have to like come across at some point. It's so fucking just the anxiety. Like, fuck this man. Like you want to push digital, like distribution fucking make it work i'm sorry i got i want all the shit not some of it all of it (laughs) and i don't want to fucking play around with like this needs to go and this needs to stay fuck that i want all of it make it happen 
don't just give me a piece. I'm hungry for seconds. Yeah, exactly. God. Like, you know, if I want more fucking games, you know, like, you know, like I used to, I fucking bought like a dresser drawer or something or I bought boxes and then (laughs) then I stacked that shit Mm -hmm. like the sky was the limit. If I needed fucking more shit, I moved into a bigger house and because I could do that. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) which, by the way, bigger house that I moved in. I'm already full. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're lining up boxes in the new place. I'm already like, shit, I have too much fucking stuff. I am not going to be able to fit in this one room like I thought I was going to. But that's anyway, yeah. I think that's that's it for E3 2015. I think we can bring this to a halt and just like I, I will tell eight. you one thing, though. Earthbound Beginnings. That yeah. was a cool surprise. That was, really that cool was surprise. a really cool surprise. Actually, I have and there will be a review out, though. If anything, it may be just a video. I'm depending because, like, so far I'm comparing between Repro and what's, and there's really it's just a translation. It's a good yeah. translation, though. Though it's a translation and along the lines of like the Earthbound Virtual Console release, where right. like they, yeah, they're still editing a lot, a lot of the like the stuff that like while most people this day and age would find questionable was like really characteristic and charming about it in its in its time. Right. So, I don't know. Anyways, Nintendo forced my hand on that. I'm, I'm gonna have to get a Wii U at my <laughs> earliest convenience, which is fucking garbage because I. It was detest. the same way with it was the way with Earthbound the first time around. They're like, "Hey, Earthbound's filing a virtual console on the Wii U." It's like, "Fuck." I I detest their business practices, and I I abhor the fact that they have last gen technology. This gen, it it just pisses me off to no end. But I'm gonna have to get it for that one because, game because and they own the games that you like. But now you have to get all the other games we told you to get, and then you're going to be like, eh, this wasn't so bad. No no one tells me to do anything. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. You should, not, you should not have to buy a Wii U after Club Nintendo. Like, that's not fair. Yeah, that you, kind of, not you fair. kind of missed out on the cool shit, dude. Not, gonna not lie. fair. Hey, you know what's funny, though, is I, and I got that um, I got that pouch after all, but like I went back and just checked it out of like boredom, because it's still the store's still up. You can still use coins. Or no, uh, not anymore. No, now it's it, gone. It but just wrapped up end of June. Yeah. Yeah, but I checked it beforehand, and um, yeah, I was able to get shit on the super cheap. So. Oh, did they dropped the coin like requirements. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, damn. I got shit on the super cheap, so it was great. Yeah. Huh. Nice. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I think it's episode end. Let's do that. Sure. Sure. Let's do that. All right. All right. So you guys listen to the newest episode of Press Pod Radio, where we talk some E3. There's also going to be a best of coming out and some other uh, Press Pod Radio play plays that we've been teasing at. That's happening, and we're fucking throwing down. Uh, you guys can see that come around the pipeline. We are going to be transitioning into the new changes that we have planned real soon also tons of reviews that are uh coming out uh some late ones and some goodies and some other videos uh and projects that we have and then i think when everything gets settled and we're we're able to nail down a time i think we're gonna try to shoot for a stream or a game fest we don't know which one though but andrew's in the middle of a move i work too much and well, Sarah's pretty, and he also works a lot. And he's got all the jobs now. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got all, yeah, like, we just work so I've, much I've now. got a soul-crushing workload. Mm-hmm. So, 
It's just, it's really just come down to us like trying to keep up with it. But we have some changes in mind that are going to be awesome that we hope you guys enjoy. And it's going to be a really exciting period at Press Pause Radio real soon. So, you know, we're going to be doing that. And we're going to be doing that all, like, just in case you guys are like, what? We're going to be doing that sans Patreon. So none of that shit is going to be like on a Patreon page. No, man. You're you're gonna you're gonna get all the things. So, um, speaking of all the things, you can get all of them all of them uh, at our website at pressboxradio.com, where you can also find the links to all of our other various avenues and networks of sorts that we can uh, be re- like reached out with or reach out to you with, which would be Twitter, Facebook, as well as you can find us on YouTube where all of our videos and trailers are at, as well as we also have a Steam community group that you can join, be a part of, and get in on game fests and hang out with us. Uh, as well as you can also check us out and what we when we do our Twitch streams out on our Twitch page. And uh, aside from that, we're also, of course, on iTunes, which we would love for you guys to review and subscribe. And with every review that you guys do, you know, whether you give us some stars or write about us, it helps increase our exposure and gets us noticed a little bit more within the sea of podcasts that are available on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher. We're looking into Spotify still. That's been a project that I've been working on. Uh, for quite some time. And then, of course, we're also on SoundCloud, which will be up uh, shortly. There's been some technical difficulties uh, preventing us from having our fully uh, available SoundCloud page again, but that'll be fixed. And then uh, more of our podcasts will be readily available on our YouTube page as well. I know I've uh, tried to just to throw it out and test the waters, but we're going to be on everything, just as I had mentioned, and we're still working through that. But until then, definitely find us on stitcher definitely gonna find us on soundcloud soon and we're on itunes and of course you can listen to the podcast directly off of the website so there's that uh and sarah bullet heaven bullet heaven's kind of on mini hiatus right now i'm I'm planning my third event so uh things have been a little on the sparse side on my end of things uh but i'm also kind of waiting for the release of uh, a specific uh early access title which uh, I should be getting word on pretty soon, and as soon as that's uh, good to go, we'll finally have episode 130. Is it 133? Maybe it's 134. One of the two uh, will be available very soon, definitely before uh, I leave on my vacation. So. Oh, I didn't even know you were going on vacation. I'm going away to my parents' place in August. Oh, there we go. Neat. Neat. So, yeah, there's that. And plus, the next ppr episode will actually ironically and well coincidentally sorry uh, coincidentally enough uh will be on early access and why uh it's good and then it's a really bad thing mostly bad especially for consoles uh get excited for that mm, positivity i knew i knew that like we can keep the positivity train up going any further <laughs> we sure did yes we did <laughs> yeah so yeah, but aside from that, I think I think we're about done there, folks. Stay tuned for the best of Press Pods Radio episode that we'll be throwing out there to commemorate fucking six years of doing this, and then all the other reviews and features that we have lined up for the site. Until then, I'm I'm gonna go poop. Cool, and I'm gonna go be somewhere where there aren't trains. So good for that. Yeah, I've, dude. I've I've already subtracted by two, so I'm going to bed. Oh man, there we nice. go. Um. Yeah, I think we should throw a memoriam up for the train. It will be Ooh, missed. Well, yeah. <sighs> sad, sad day. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Peace. Peace out.